0: Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry, and this is our podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look as we create a comic book.
1: We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um,
0: Check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics, and please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes.
1: Enjoy the episode.
0: Hey, what's up, down there, Snowphomedia? Hey, Snowphomaniac, yeah. Let's try to make that happen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we met the Animaniac himself. Yes, we did, Mister Rob Paulson. We have a video of him singing to us. Yeah, and if you look closely in the video, I'm going to give you a little tidbit of information. If you look closely in the video at my face, I am mouthing all of the words he's saying, and it's the most like awkward thing i've ever watched yeah because i was like so enamored with this man as i stood next to him it was pretty cool and when he was singing a song to us i I wrote a whole thing about this i don't know if you know that chris did
0: it's on our blog at snarfcomics.com.
1: yeah and i i yeah i was like i like fell in love with a man at that moment which is weird for me
0: i felt i just felt bad for him because it it looked painful like his, yeah, he'd been singing he, and talking so much. He was like sucking on throat lodges and just like speaking looked painful.
1: Yeah. He, he, he did it though. Yeah. He definitely did it. Good job. And his, um, what was the lady? The lady that was like, like with his Handler. Him is, yeah. Chelsea, I, I think her name I don't was. like Chelsea Handler's words. Handler. It is awkward, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, she handles him. She handles him. Rob, his Paulson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, She's like, I don't know if he's gonna do it because he's got, you know, some throat issues, and when he goes back to work on Monday to do, yeah, his producers will be mad. Yeah, so she's like, I don't, you know, don't expect him to do it. I was like, okay, we didn't expect him to do it, and he's like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, of course. We're he's, like, hey, Robbie boy, perform, yeah. yo, Rob man, and he did.
0: Yes, he did. He did perform valiantly. I must but say. anyway,
1: in the video, you Very can see me like mouthing the words as he's singing it and every time i've ever watched childlike
0: that, wonder that's
1: what's in my face at that moment yeah it really is it's amazing yeah but anyway snarfamaniacs snarfamaniacs thanks for copyright back. jerry and chris snarfcomics.com yeah <laughs> just copyright everything we say yeah everything we say is copyrighted so we uh today we had a little bit of a, I had a little bit of it a wardrobe uh, mal- malfunction twice but nobody got it on camera um i had a little bit of a um not an altercation but an interaction with Ooh. a friend on facebook that we we invited here yeah to, the podcast. to settle a score if to you will settle a little bit of a score and uh, to put forth the terms of a bet yes a wager if you will and the the wager would be the white Sox. Having a better record than the Cubs, or yeah. the Cubs having a better record than the White Sox this year,
0: and in true uh, baseball type fashion, he balked. <laughs> he did. He did balk. That's a he? word that doesn't get used enough. No. What a weird. How do you think that
1: word came to be uh, base- in the pantheon of baseball? Uh, oh, uh, in the pantheon of baseball? I have no idea. I mean, how did any word? Come well, was to it be a chicken English? noise before it was a word? Was it used as the word for a chicken noise? Yeah, because you mean
0: balk is a chicken word, like balk, bok, bok, balk, bok, No, bock, bock, bock.
1: I get it, but I'm saying Or is, is that it, the Cadbury bunny? Right, which is based off a of chicken. Oh man. So the that word was that word used as a chicken noise yeah, before like the, it was used as a baseball uh, term?
0: Uh, listen, it actually means to hesitate or be unwilling to an accept to accept an idea or undertaking.
1: And that's what they're doing which when is they what pitch. I just
0: said in, in that context yes um and in baseball obviously we know what it means for baseball so but I guess do we, that do the do the listeners oh know? it is an illegal motion towards the, made by a pitcher that may deceive
1: a base runner right it's you look like you're gonna throw the ball to the plate but then you spin and throw it to first base yeah while you have keeping to do that. your foot on the mound
0: yeah um it's also a roughly squared timber beam. A balk. Yeah. Anyway, not only did he, balk. Anyway. Is it B A U L K? It's B A L K. B A L K. So not okay. only did he balk bawk. in the true sense of the word, he also balk. Balk, balk, balk.
1: Yes. So he chickened out of being on the podcast. So I agreed to the wager originally, but then I had to backstep a little bit because um, my partner in crime here, Chris. Uh,
0: well, first of all, I'll, I'll, I'll admit I wasn't. Up to see, date
1: on the thread by the point I why you could have read all of it. Do you can you not read? You know, I just didn't see it was like maybe six posts. Yeah. Maybe six comments. But that was a
0: lot a lot to read.
1: What is just, your what a privileged person? <laughs> like no, I you just, can't take time to read like six word sentences yeah. out of your super busy important day. Yeah. You can't read these little sentences. No, I read your summary that talk directly about your company. I
0: read your summary, (laughs) but with no context, because when I looked at it on my phone, it just came up with the last comment. Right, not the whole thread. Me
1: saying like, can we make him the king of snarf talk or the snarf kingdom? right um well
0: no i'll take that back i saw that there was going to be a bet and i saw you say that what i didn't see was that you were responding to his offer right and i hadn't seen that offer with okay. the food and all that uh-huh okay so i wasn't keenly aware of that so i kind of
1: have to reevaluate my position so on this. yeah if i could i, I don't yeah, have it in let's front summarize of me this. so i don't have it in front of me but the the summary of this is that i do i'm going I can't to have it in front of me i'm The wager was that uh, again, like the White Sox would have a better record than the Cubs, or the Cubs have a better record than the White Sox. I because I put up a meme. It's a or call it a mean. This uh, one. Oh yeah, what a mean this was. Uh, There was there's people have seen it multiple times before. There's a man walking with his you would say girlfriend, fiance, wife, you know whatever. He's holding hands with her, but he's turned looking at another woman walking by. Um, And then, and the woman he's holding hands with is giving him an awful look, right? The woman that's giving the awful look looks like the Cubs. It has Cubs underneath of her. And then the woman walking by says the White Sox. So it's showing the guy looking at the White Sox rather than the Cubs. Excuse me. Um, Because the White Sox have made some moves in the offseason to make their team significantly better than they have been in the past. Yeah, still likely to be terrible, but yeah. Not true. They have a incredible farm system yeah they're um, but they're most likely going to be gone and they have it's not true
0: well but it's true
1: no it isn't see chris mm-hmm. is a cubs fan and he's this just is, saying this because we'll get to that because that's where my hesitation comes from because you're a cubs fan and you don't want to vote against them follow up with okay. the rest of the thread so anyway um i posted that david Seaton you're the man uh a sponsor of the podcast sponsor of seed the and top project. show pigs he has show although pigs. his sponsorship may be in question at this point. and guess what you can also buy pork from seed and yeah. top show pigs and we give him free
0: ads every week and he still refuses to come on
1: yeah isn't that something um so he immediately said i would wager you that the cubs still have a better record at the end of the year and i said well since this is public this is public now and it's my post i can't not take that wager. Mm -hmm. And he said, what are you wagering? And I said, you wanted it. What do you, what do you got? So then he, uh, he
0: wrote Jerry Snyder. If I win, you make me the highest level of snarf patron, which is a snarf king. Mm -hmm. If you win, I make a multi-course dinner with drink pairings for you, Amy, Cassie, his wife, and four ish more people of your choosing. No mention of me by the way. None.
1: Well, because it was directly involved with him and I.
0: Yes. But I mean, I'm a part of the snarf talk team well, here. I
1: mean, if, but I guess you could nice be, enough, I could be, if you're nice enough to invite me, I was going to say, if you're nice enough that week, I would invite you.
0: Yeah. But I have to grace him with a half <laughs> of a snarf kingdom. That's true. That's true. I guess, uh, this is where my issue comes. So we'll get to okay, that. Okay. All right. Uh, and four more people of your choosing menu will include riffs on white chili
1: pickled green beans and duck salad so now now, here's the issue okay wait he says that he puts that in there because i've always loved his mother's white chili okay i hate Um, chili by the way well white chili all colors of chili yeah well (laughs) that's good i'm an equal
0: opportunity chili hater okay
1: (laughs) well white chili is phenomenal and you're ridiculous for not liking it it's it's the best thing ever I used to eat it all the time at their house. Maybe I've made. never had white chili, so I don't know. Um, so he, that's why he put that in there. Pickled green beans. His mom also made, and I used to eat it by like the jarfuls. And when I was deployed, she sent like a bunch of jars of pickled green beans. Now, I like to
0: pickled me. things. I love pickled eggs. Man, I,
1: I don't like pickles.
0: But what? I mean, I'm, I, lo- I don't mind pickles, but they're not my favorite. But I like things that are pickled.
1: Yeah, typically well, pickled green beans are the jam, man. I've never had a pickled green bean, but I've had like pickled eggs. I've
0: had if like, you like a pickled, pickled asparagus. If you like a pickled like egg,
1: how can you not like the crunchy snap? I'm sure I would. I've just of, never had it. Okay, well I'll give you. I have. I think I still have some. The tangy green beans. zip
0: of a pickled green bean. Yes, with yes. a snap.
1: It does have a snap. Is it A to snap it? pea or is it a green bean? It's a green bean. Okay. Big long green beans. Yeah. No. Um, Anyway, so that, and then the duck salad is because I love duck. Um, duck
0: is my favorite
1: food. It's so good. This is
0: what turned my head a little bit. Okay. Is that true? It's, so we
1: both like love duck. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that about you. Oh, I love it. Well,
0: I love it. It's my favorite food.
1: It's my favorite meat. Here's a, here's I a quick say. story about duck. Just this is a little sidebar conversation we're going to have real quick because it's our podcast. so We could do that. The only time Amy ever had duck in our home. I, I got some duck breasts from a guy that I used to work with at the Dresden lock and dam. He gave me eight duck breasts. I had eaten six of these prior to this night. There was two left. I cooked them. Uh, and Amy's like, I want to try one. I said, okay, I'll cut one up. You know, I'll, we'll make one for you and I'll have the other one. I gave I give her one. I'm eating the other one. I'm basically already done with my small little duck breast she starts eating the other one. The very first bite she ever took of a duck breast had a piece of shot in it. Uh-huh. And she takes one bite, crunches on it, hurts her tooth, and she spits it out. She's like, what the heck? Like, oh, that's terrible. And she was like in a bunch of pain. And she's like, I- I'm not eating this. Like, I can't eat this. It was the only piece of shot in eight duck breasts. Oh my god. Out of one slice, because I ate the rest of that duck breast. She wouldn't eat it. It was the only piece of shot in out of eight of them. And she took the only slice with that one piece in it. Unbelievable.
0: Well, not only is it my favorite anyway. uh, meat, but the best food piece of food that I've ever had in my life was this soft boiled duck egg from Imperial Le Main in Chicago, which is a Laotian restaurant. Okay. And they have like, uh, uh, la main, not lo main, which is like the Chinese noodles. Right. This is la main, which is a different type of noodle. And it's kind of like ramen, like a ramen bowl. Oh, yeah. But they had this soft boiled duck egg that was like in it, but like the the yolk was like uh, the perfect, like almost gelatinous enough to not be runny.
1: That's all I cook. That's the only way I har- uh, hard boil. I soft boil eggs yeah. every time, like regular but eggs. But
0: whatever this. It was, I, and even Marley had the other half of it because there was two of them, and we both thought it was, was the it, best food uh, item of food that I've ever eaten in my entire life. Was
1: it a marinated duck egg? Were I they, don't know because they do that a lot with with ramen. They'll make a ramen egg.
0: It could be, and they'll
1: yeah. and they'll like almost brine or marinate an egg, and they do that with. They just will soft boil an egg, and then they put it in a marinade for like days. Uh, for it to soak up all that flavor, and then they put it into the ramen. So I'm assuming it's the same Maybe. Si- situation. There, now, but- we
0: recently went back to that restaurant, and we ordered the same dish, which still said on the menu that there was a duck egg in it. You didn't get it? No duck egg.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: But I do still highly recommend this restaurant, Imperial Le Main. It's in River North in downtown Chicago. Okay. Great place.
1: So, wait um,
0: Anyway, duck sale. That's what turned my head a little. And then, uh, you know, Jerry... Whatever. Then it went back and forth for there from there.
1: Yeah, it went a little bit back and forth. And then Marley uh,
0: commented uh, if the multi-course dinner happened every month, which I think it should if it's coming with a hundred dollar membership.
1: Well, and here's here. Here was, you know, the, the offer I was going to propose is that for this wager, maybe we only do that because it is it's a hundred dollar membership. So if you look on our Patreon, that includes a, a bunch lo- of stuff. a lot of stuff yeah that we will pay for and and we will pay for this
0: this is what my question was give is
1: this a, is this a in name only i think this will be a like a one or two month wager let's say we do it we we give him these things for a month or two if we do it for one month he gives us one meal if we do it for two months he does it for two meals is that fair
0: i think that the the dinner might cost significantly more than the 100 dollar sponsorship
1: um, depending on what yeah maybe in, in just ingredients and time okay so if he gives us one meal do we do two months that seems fair or at least maybe quarterly so let's just do it that way like one, one meal he gets two months worth of or being... we
0: just give him a snarf kingdom in, in uh, name only
1: but I mean he really gets nothing monetarily well, yeah from he gets pride which, of being a snarf king, which he is only worried about. Yeah, the only yeah that's thing all he cares about. about. Is he doesn't want all pride. the other stuff that comes with it. He wants none of it. Um, okay, well, we'll have to figure this out. No, I mean, I think we need to figure it out right now. I'm down this for the wager. The, no, I don't think it should. Here's be my just only. Pride. Here's my
0: only issue with this wager. I'm a Cubs fan.
1: I know you are, but I made the wager. Yes. Or no? I. I mean, I didn't. So it doesn't matter if you're on crit or if you're on. Uh, david's side of it like you could still say i want the cubs to win that's fine but he's getting patronage then
0: well if yeah okay so if i win i lose
1: not really you still get the satisfaction of beating me and okay so what You're are always we, is, trying to one-up is, me. is
0: the snarf kingdom title is yes. that true yes. does it come with all the all the perks of being a Starf King.
1: I think it should because he, it should. he it really is going should. to physically purchase things yeah. and, and do a job, which is much harder than us just picking things off Amazon and send, sending him some more stickers. He would also get a shirt, you know, sweatshirt. Sponsorship. Um, sponsorship. He would be drawn in our comic book.
0: yeah he would be he would not only be have his own thank you on the comic book and he's going to get his page, name in the credits he would be drawn as a character in the comic yeah,
1: book yeah you would be physically this drawn this is a big deal oh yeah yeah he would be physically drawn on a page of our comic book he'd have to be Holy because cow. we're saying that that's what we're going ha- to we're going to do that's the wager okay and I, and i think he read i mean i would assume he read what the tears are
0: okay. okay in order to wager that so you think he was definitely wagering for he wants the full experience? I, I
1: think the only thing he wants is his face physically drawn in a comic book page so that he can tote it around Dwight Gardner, you know Pontiac, go to Kelly Sauter, Rue Piper and t- show those people like, hey, I'm in a comic book and look at my face. <laughs> I think that's what he wants to do.
0: OK, so I think uh, two months equals one multi-course gourmet meal.
1: Yes, I agree. Okay. I mean, I don't think he's actually going out and spending two hundred dollars on food for one meal. I don't. Wait, but see again, like I, I have think, to agree I think with that's him. Fair.
0: Like I agree with David. I think the Cubs will have a better record at the end of the season.
1: Well, that's fine if you agree, but we are the ones that own the company together.
0: <laughs> I understand that, but maybe the whole Starved Kingdom,
1: uh, maybe it should all come out of your end. That's fine. I I mean, really, it should. You're right. No, I don't care. I mean, let's do my, it. But my end is also your end.
0: Or let's do it this way. I'm 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 acceptable of this agreement and this bet. But does he have
1: to come on air to accept? Yes. Yes, he does. Absolutely, he does. Yes, he does. So we offered it up to him today um we'll
0: send him the details to mm-hmm. tomorrow and he can accept we'll do it publicly on our facebook page it's facebook.com slash comics there's um you guys will see the thread we're going to offer him up yeah the whole so, g- arrangement
1: w- w- yeah so we're going to do that um all of this will have to be delayed for him a week
0: are we requiring so many meals
1: no 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 it'd just be the one but get, if
0: he wants to continue his
1: Snarf Kingdom. So, yeah, if he wants to continue the Snarf Kingdom, he's going to get two months. So he will get two months of our Snarf Kingdom and and whatever that entails. And then he has to cook us one meal plus the four extra people that I pick to come. If he wants to continue that, he will do another meal with me, him, Cassie, and the four other people I pick. Okay. I mean, that, that was the original wager. And I think two months of that is fair because it's a two hundred dollar value, right? You know of what what he's doing.
0: Yeah, so we're giving him two hundred dollars to play with for food and yeah, yeah, which is plenty, I think. I well, think, I mean, I don't know how much.
1: I guess I don't know. Dinners either. are expensive. I guess but we could yeah. tell him to stick within a two hundred dollar value because that's go. what we're giving him. Yeah, so stick with two hundred dollars. You don't need to go buy a two hundred dollar prime rib and try to make that with everything else. I mean,
0: it, I hope he's not to, because if he's doing a gourmet meal, he, then he's well, got he to will. go buy the meat and he's got to season it himself and brine it himself. Oh, he does. Okay, well that doesn't You've cost you never 200. been to a
1: David scene That Neil. doesn't
0: cost $200. No, I know. It costs $200 to go buy the pre-prime
1: rib at Sam's that's already seasoned. Right, I understand, but he he's very involved when it comes to food. So Man, you've never been to a David Seaton top meal, have you?
0: Well, just um, like uh, appetizers—that
1: doesn't count. Which are good.
0: Yeah, we, we just we had went a over meal there
1: for um, Thanksgiving. Yeah, the, we went there the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, the and man, he was cooking all sorts of stuff. It was I would really love great. to. I've never been invited. He's a very good cook. I've told him that maybe once before, but normally I just argue about why I'm better. I'm not. I'm not better. I'm saying that publicly right now. I'm not a I'm not a better cook or chef or I don't have the ideas that he does. He knows how to put things together much better than I do. Um but it's fun. It's fun to do it at his house. It's a really good time. And you'll be invited, I think. Depending on the um, week. <laughs> no, I will be invited. <laughs> He's like, "No, I'm going to come regardless." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I'm going to sit in David's driveway." every single week if i'm not invited
0: i'm going to literally stand outside and say this is bullshit <laughs> over this, and over again this is bullshit <laughs> <laughs> it's my Starf kingdom too <laughs> yeah well you're right i'm just gonna no i'm gonna stand outside and be like
1: come on guys it's my hey. star kingdom hey what about me i'm
0: gonna throw pebbles at the window
1: anybody heard about chris somebody let me in i'm the one percenter what? <laughs> you are. You're a 1%. Um,
0: okay. So that's going to be, that friendly wager is going to be out there. Uh, I'm going to put it on the record, though. I'm not a Sox fan. I think they're hot garbage. Uh, I am a
1: Cubs fan. But I'm so also here's completely a- fallen out of the baseball world. All right. But here's the thing. Um, oh, so you don't even know, like, what the moves that the White Sox have made. Nah.
0: I mean, yeah. Vaguely what I catch on, like, the WGN news.
1: But here's the thing. You. You can still be a Cubs fan and acknowledge the fact that the White Sox have been.
0: I do. Making I, I good, am one of those good moves. people. Like I, I don't
1: think you are. I, I, I think am. you're diehard Cubs, and you're going to bash everything I say about the White Sox, regardless of what they do. Because the only reason that I tonight.
0: bash the White Sox is because it bothers you. No, but you I'm do. not the type of Cubs fan that has to be a fan of the Cubs to the detriment of the
1: Sox. But you've done that I to just me, to mess with you. I'm a fan of Chicago sports in general. Anybody can say it's just a mess with you. I would root
0: for the Sox if they were winning, unless they were playing the Cubs. Did you in 2005? Of course. I don't believe you. I want to see any Chicago baseball team win a World Series. Are you crazy? Of course I do.
1: That would be ridiculous. You're to. so hateful to me. <laughs> you know how to cut to the core of me, Chris. Well, I've always would you liked say to the like same. Us. No. absolutely absolutely i rooted for the cubs 100 i put i put stuff up on facebook about rooting for the cubs and david i one watched time, all
0: those games at the actually time, david the one Series. time we
1: went to the kinsman bar after we went golfing in illinois like a uh, university of illinois golf outing for their meat uh what was it uh meat judging livestock judging uh the livestock judging Important details. Yeah. Livestock judging has like a golf outing every year. And we've went multiple times. Anyway, we went to Kinsman after that and it was close. It was after the year that they had already or close to the year that I don't know what year it was. Oh my gosh. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> it does not to, matter. <laughs> so we were in Kinsman and they were all singing, go Cubs go. And I was singing it and David thought it was the most ridiculous thing in the world because I was singing go Cubs go. Um, it was for his cousin's birthday and he like looked at me like why would you ever do that? Why would you sing Go Cubs Go? I was like everybody's singing Go Cubs Go what does it matter? So like, well, you're a White Sox fan. Yep. So what? The whole bar singing Go Cubs Go. I'm not going to sit in the corner with my arms crossed. Be like no. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's my all. own
0: White Sox. <laughs> right. No. So I can root for both of them or either of them just not against each other. I would always root for the Cubs, of course. Right. I understand that. I'd I like the Sox better than the Cardinals. Oh, I hate the Cardinals.
1: My dad's a Cardinals
0: fan. Oh, I'm so sorry for him.
1: He always has my, my
0: brother-in-law's a Cardinals fan.
1: Both of them. Two of oh, them. Oh, I know. That's why... Hardcore. That's why my, my dad and Greg have always got along. Yeah. Ugh. Both Cardinals fans. Because he's from Southern Illinois. I do like their stadium, though. Oh, man. It's really man, nice. It's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> when we went to see I've Louis. gone there
0: probably... I've gone probably to that stadium... I don't know. And I was going to say as much as Wrigley, but that's not even close to true. I've probably gone there probably five times, though. For I, honestly,
1: I've never went to a game there. I only I went to St. Louis this last summer, you know, and we stayed at the hotel right across from uh, the ballpark. Oh, the Rich People Hotel. Hmm. Was
0: there a rooftop bar? There was.
1: Yes, there was. <laughs> I've there stayed was. in that hotel, too. It's really nice. It's really nice. It's great. Um, that,
0: that rooftop bar is a lot of fun.
1: We went up there, um, and you could see, like, the whole area from there, but obviously we had children and they're not allowed in bars. So that's what they told me when we tried to get in. (laughs) Um, and they told Amy, like that guy that's with you cannot come in. He's a child. Yeah. It's like, Oh, darn it. But, Oh uh, man. Come on guys. Come Come on, mom. Anyway, uh, we walked over to Bush stadium and went into the like ballpark village. It's awesome. That whole place is awesome. You could see right into the, the whole field from the street. Weren't
0: you right there. there the same time as uh, Patreon subscriber David Timmons? I was. And I'm going to be in Disney World in a month at the same time as Patreon subscriber David, David Timmons. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Isn't they that were really going weird? at the
1: same time. My cousin's going too, I mean, Alyssa. we
0: only overlap by a day. They're going a week before, but we...
1: My cousin Alyssa, you know Alyssa, yeah. right? uh They're going on, they're leaving the 22nd. Oh, we'll be there the same time as them too. Right, I told them that today.
0: And my friend CJ Parker is going to be there the same week as well.
1: Holy crap! <laughs> so many people going. Can I come in your luggage? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, cool. We have
0: a like four bedroom house we rented. So
1: no kidding. Yeah. Are you flying this time?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Don't drive. You have uh, bad choice.
1: Yeah, flying so
0: much easier. We thought it would be harder because you got to bring three car seats, right. and two
1: strollers. But they they're pretty good. It's with, so easy. Yeah, you just they're pretty check good the car seats.
0: You never see them again. And the strollers you get to keep while you're in the airport. You just bring them up all the way to the plane. Yeah. And then you just leave them there. You just fold them up and set them there.
1: And then when you get off the plane, they're sitting there. You're right there. It's super easy. Right outside the plane. So, so the only hard part is getting
0: from the baggage claim to your rental car with all your luggage, three car seats. and
1: Bleh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's rough. And three kids. Right. Well, you just got to make cash. Start carrying two car seats. Well, I mean, I have um, hired people that—that's one
0: Follow me around, <laughs> and carry my bags.
1: Yeah. All
0: <laughs> right, we got to get moving on this. We got some what we're watching to do, but the big thing tonight is we're going to do a pretty qu- a quick review of The Witcher because we've talked about it for several podcasts. Yes. But I finished it, so we're going to talk about The Witcher. And in the vein of The Witcher, and I don't know if you have any news first, but we'll cover that.
1: Um, just one thing I want
0: to talk about. After that, we're going to do our top ten. Fantasy movies. Fantasy. Because of The Witcher, it's got us reinvigorated. It's got me reinvigorated for the fantasy genre. I've so always been in the I love, love it, but with the sometimes genre. it just it's not they don't come out as often, fantasy type movies. Um I mean,
1: recently what can you nothing, say that has come I mean, out not that much. is fantasy?
0: Um I mean the only ones that really come out on a normally normal basis are like um, Arthurian movies. Yeah.
1: And so Chris's stipulation for fantasy was swords well, swords and sorcery no you That's, didn't no. say that i've said swords and sorcery about a million times so you yes. said swords they have to have swords everything has to have swords and then 10 minutes later you're like i got one without swords in it
0: we'll talk about it when we get to it okay <laughs> okay so we're gonna do our top 10 <laughs> fantasy movies i i know obviously witcher is a tv show Um, We're not doing TV shows. We're doing movies only. So we're not throwing in Witcher. Maybe in the future we'll do TV. There are a lot of great fantasy absolutely. So I think that maybe even
1: more than movies, in my opinion, probably. So we'll we'll definitely do that in the future. But this time it's fantasy movies.
0: Okay. So where are we doing? Where are we going first? You got some news? Yeah. The only
1: news. The only real news that I wanted to bring up is that I uh, posted a thing to you actually uh, about Christian Bale. Is reportedly, yes, in talks to be in Thor Love and Thunder, yeah, the fourth Thor movie. And I scanned um, that uh briefly and I didn't really see where they had confirmed anything. No, 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 they haven't, they haven't confirmed anything. So a lot of the viewers or like uh, fans have said that they wanted him to be Beta Ray Bill. He kind of looks like Beta Ray Bill because I mean, Beta Ray Bill's a horse,
0: <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like a horse, <laughs> okay, all right. Um when you when they had the two pictures on them next to each other, yeah, I know they looked they similar, they did
1: look similar. So you've brought it up that you want beta Ray I do. Bill to be. In I'm this. the biggest
0: champion of Beta Abel. No,
1: and so that's why I tagged you in. He's it, a great character. And yeah, he's great, and he's like a companion to Thor. Um, but the other reports of him uh talking uh, to them was being Mephisto. Meph- yeah, is yeah, that Mephisto. how you say it? Mephisto. Yeah. So he's the He's like an evil guy. He looks like, like the devil, basically. Um, but he's been in Spider-Man. He's been in Fantastic Four. He has been in Thor movies. There are reports that that is the big bad that they are going to be battling. So He's been in these Thor are, movies? No, no, no. Comics. No, no. Comics. Yes, okay. The, that character, Mephisto, has been in those comics. Right. Not any movies. You he's You said never Thor been in, movies. That's why I was... Oh, comics, I meant. Um, well, I didn't know if he was supposed to be that uh, Ragnarok dude, the big... Devil, Ragnarok, dude. What do you mean, Big Devil, Ragnarok, dude?
0: The guy from Thor, Ragnarok, the big devil guy. That's not Mephisto, right?
1: No, it isn't. I, I don't think so. No, it's not. I know it isn't. I'm just yeah, I'm just because Mephisto with you. doesn't look like that. Um. Anyway, so that's the reports. This is way way out. Well, in the Well, we future. know
0: Beta Ray Bill's in canon because in Thor Ragnarok, there is his sculpture is on yeah. in uh, in the arena on uh, the planet. Right. Um and he uses uh Stormbreaker, mm-hmm. which is Beta Ray Bill's hammer. Hammer. Yeah. So there's definitely no reason why there shouldn't be Beta Ray Bill. And the main point of the article was can you believe Beta Ray Bill is trending on Twitter? Yeah. And it is kind of amazing. It, it nobody is- knows about that unless you're like have read the comics or I think there was one animated movie, maybe. Or what is it a, t- a TV show series? I'm not sure. It was either like the Avengers cartoon series or it was like one, like a Thor animated movie that there was Beta Ray Bill in. Okay. Um, and he was
1: good in that. So um, yeah, I'm it, totally in for that. It would be really cool to see, but I don't know how it would play with the movie because the love and thunder thing, like he's going to be giving it up to um, what's her name. I can't think of it. Natalie Portman. Yeah, but I mean, in the Jane Jane Foster, Jane Foster. So she's gonna be Thor.
0: Yeah, but maybe that what they're seeding here is there's lots of Thors, and there is in the comics. Yeah, um, there's a frog Thor. I guess I didn't there's know a, that one. A frog that becomes Thor. There's Hello. tons of Thors.
1: Hello, my baby. Hello, my now. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> that. Hello, on my rock top, yeah. And that's Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the frog Thor
0: storyline is amazing. Really? Yeah. Read it. You've read this? Yes.
1: And you've never told me about it?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not like, it's not, it, w- it isn't like anything that I would jump out of my seat to talk about. But yeah, it was I mean, it's it a good.
1: frog. That's Thor. Yeah. Frog Thor. Frog What is
0: What is, he
1: does have a name and I can't <laughs> remember what it is. That's ridiculous to me, though.
0: It is not Trogdor, though. No.
1: Do you know what that's Trogdor! from? Trogdor! Yeah.
0: Is that from uh, Homestar Runner? Yes. Yes. Burninating the people. <laughs> I love... Over- <laughs> What's the name of that dude? The luchador guy. The luchador... It's Homestar. No, Homestar's the other guy.
1: He's like the marshmallow guy, right? Isn't that what he looks like? Kind of uh, like a marshmallow? Gosh, no, it's not. The
0: luchador guy is somewhere else.
1: Oh, um... Shoot. I know what he's you're the talking funnier about. Home one. Star oh, it's Throg. Throg. No, yeah. Throg is the frog Thor. Oh. Throg. That's not what I was thinking of then. <laughs> Throg is the frog. What a puddle
0: gulp. Discovered that the frog was, in fact, Thor that got a thunder. The thunder. His goat had arrived to take him back to Asgard. It's a whole thing. Um, Trogdor was.
1: What is. No, it? Trogdor is like a. um, The a Burninator. Trogdor. Yeah, but he's like a. A dragon. Yeah. I just. Strong thought, bad.
0: Strong bad. Gosh, dang
1: Strong it. Strong bad. Yeah.
0: Anyway, all right, moving on. Um, if you don't have any more news, we could do a little bit of what you're watching because uh, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Okay. Big time. And go. Uh, the first one is I watched, I'll start, I'll finish with uh, the biggest one I want to talk about. I started watching a show called Outlander um, <sighs> on Netflix. It was highly recommended to me. Okay. Why?
1: Amy's been watching it too. Yeah, go ahead. No,
0: just. It was highly recommended to me. I've watched the th- first two episodes. I am having the hardest time being
1: interested in this show at all. I started watching that it years ago. It is brutal. I do not like it. Um, I was open about that to Amy because Amy said, like, oh, I was told Outlander is really good. And. So that was a that's a Stars show. Yeah, it, it's on Stars. It came out a long time ago. And, and I
0: have Stars now, but I just canceled it. But anyway, it's on Netflix. So. so,
1: when I still worked at Dresden, uh it had already come out. I think there was two seasons out before I had switched jobs and I started watching the first season. I watched the whole first season. I, don't and know, I just
0: I got through the first season. I got season.
1: that's the only thing I got through. Um and it's I didn't like it at all. That what I don't like when the main characters like cheat on each other. I don't like it. Yeah. It it bugs the crap out of me. I don't like watching that. I don't think that's like intriguing for a character. I think it's like terrible character actually. Um, It just bugs the crap out of me. And she was so willing to like give up her home life in her normal world for this fantasy world that she was in. I was like, how can, and your husband is in that world. Her Kinda. husband's kind, but he's
0: terrible. Yeah.
1: No, I get that. Like he's a terrible person, but if you were to wake up one day in another world and Marley walked in front of you as a, with a different persona, you know, or a different character, could you just immediately hate her? You know what I mean? <laughs> or like immediately give up I mean, what you've already done. To be to, fair, he tries to rape her immediately. I don't, I guess I didn't, I don't remember that. I, this was years ago that I watched it, but, um, I don't know. It just, it was very off putting to me and I didn't enjoy it at all.
0: I don't really care for it. It's very soap. It was super slow. It's very slow. I thought. Very slow. But I might give it another episode, but there's a lot of stuff to watch. So,
1: so I, I watched the whole first season and I don't know. I just didn't care for it if you like it, that's great. Like a lot of people do. It was highly recommended to
0: me. um, It is highly recommended by a listener. So I'm sorry to disappoint.
1: It might be one of those situations where like, I love Peaky blinders, but you, you don't care for it. And there are other people, there are other people that it just takes a little bit to get into it. Right. And Mm I, there are certain seasons that are lesser than others. There's like seasons that are stronger, obviously. And you have to get through the first two really to get to the really strong seasons like season four is the strongest season that they've ever had and it's amazing but how do you tell somebody like well you got to watch three full seasons before you get to season four where <laughs> it's the strongest right you know the rest of it's really good and season four is the
0: strongest because you've watched seasons one through exactly
1: three. and the only good part about that is that there's only six to eight episodes each season yeah okay so Um, But Outlander, yeah, it's always been on the outside for me.
0: The second thing I watched that uh, was also um, mentioned to us by a listener, um, one that might be involved in a Cubs-Sox bet, um, was Hmm. the Golden Globes. Holy
1: smokes. I forgot about this. One of the
0: biggest nights in Hollywood, folks. Normally
1: doesn't really ring a bell to me well i'm like, not a I big
0: don't. huge award show watcher to be honest i've never been a huge fan i do watch the oscars typically i do too um yeah. i enjoy the oscars for the most part um i usually like the golden globes i'll just like scan forward to see who won the award i but, like i'll do the whole three hours in
1: like 30 minutes see five minutes and i don't even do that much that much i w- usually i find out the next day that the golden globes had aired <laughs> and then i just look up who won everything
0: i wouldn't normally have ever recorded it i just happened to get a new dvr so i had to re-record all the shows that were on my old dvr oh yeah and i just oh, saw so it, that like it was looking a, through yeah um but anyway i did watch it and um yeah it was interesting um there were some things that i really liked. i thought ricky gervais was great um his monologue literally had me laughing out loud yes. literally laughing out loud But that's it for him, basically, throughout the rest of the thing. He's got occasional jokes here and there, but none of the jokes like during really hit that hard. Um, But the monologue was great. I thought it was really funny. Um, I thought it was hilarious watching celebrities
1: squirm. It's been a little bit of a hot button issue in the Hollywood world. Yes, it
0: definitely has been. I think it's been a little bit overplayed because it wasn't that hard hitting of a monologue. I agree. It really wasn't.
1: Well, except for the whole Epstein part.
0: Well, but come on. It's a that's a really funny joke. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, timely but and like honestly like true. I who who's not laughing at that joke?
1: Those people in that room.
0: Well, I mean, I think that was funny. That was I, honestly that was one of the least controversial things I thought about did, the monologue.
1: What did you feel about uh, Joaquin Phoenix's I did I did not see that one yet. Oh, you haven't seen what he I said? Ha-
0: no, I haven't I, I literally had to quit watching it, and there was like
1: two more awards, and it was oh, like okay. those two awards. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, that's fine. Because okay. I I read like a synopsis. I online. mean, you'll it either way. You'll still get to watch it. Um, it's not like a spoiler. He he had just brought up the fact that because uh, he's a huge animal rights activist.
0: Yeah, of course they all are. And then so is Ricky Gervais.
1: Yeah, huge. And then he also started talking about like global warming and and things like that. But he he had just said. All he pointed out was, he's like, listen, guys, he's like, we don't all need to take a private jet to Palm Springs for an award show when you're going to argue about global warming and using too many fossil fuels. But yet you rode in a private jet here. He's like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> he's like, all none of us need to do that. But and- he probably did it. Well, I don't know if he did or not, but you he was You think most of
0: those people are riding in private jets? I don't think so.
1: Back and forth to... I mean, some of them are. I to mean... Al- yeah, from LA maybe. Yeah. I yeah, that's that. what I mean. Back and forth in LA. Yeah, they're doing that. Yeah, probably. And probably some helicopters too. Yeah. It's not that far. But he had just brought that up and I thought, hmm. I mean... I mean, they had a meatless... people
0: out. Meatless meal because they of... Did. um I mean, because they said because of global warming. Right. And there was a really funny uh, a guy that was calling that out. Um, you know that agriculture is actually not a huge contributor to global warming it's kind of a myth yeah um, but anyway i don't want to get into politics um you know i think it's funny that he made fun of that the, the best part i thought was he said just accept your award leave the politics nobody wants to Ricky hear Gervais, it yes yeah and then like the next award that somebody won they get they on did a stump about the politics and i'm just like oh my god like uh the michelle williams did one about abortion big time Um, Patricia Arquette did something about something. I don't know. Anyway, it it was also funny. Just um, about voting. She was talking about
1: you need to vote. Yeah.
0: How, but there was an anti-Trump thing. Um, I mean, that's why she was saying that.
1: Yeah, no, I I understand. But
0: then there was also like a lot about, um, oh no, David mentioned and he's right. Like, it's amazing how like they can't, they're so bad of public speakers.
1: Yeah. Which a lot of them aren't public speakers. That's a separate skill. It is a separate skill, and you're given—you're being given a script to memorize and to. Recite. They're not even—they're you know, not even I mean, given
0: a script. They're reading it off a teleprompter.
1: Well, I mean, in TV shows, I guess, yeah, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. But movies, they're not.
0: Right, I'm just saying. On that award show, is a teleprompter. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one that was so that's
1: just reading aloud.
0: Uh, yeah, the other one that caught a lot of guff was a uh, Tim Allen. Which was dumb. He had a couple dumb dad
1: jokes. You was know he what I there? Mean. Yeah, he oh, presented I, an award. I never watched the awards. I just saw the main talking points. But was, what, what was really good um, was... Um, what was he catching flack for for dad jokes? He he's Isn't he kind of a Republican?
0: Everybody says that, but no. Oh. Just because he kind of plays one on TV. Right. I don't think he really is, though. It doesn't matter. Um, what was good is Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Um, Whom who, who uh, I don't really like at all. I can't, kind of can't stand her. to be Okay. Honest. But she gave up. Uh, she went up and gave the speech for the Shirley Shirley McLean
1: uh, Shirley Temple.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Some award, lifetime achievement award. Okay. That Ellen Mark, Mark Ellen Twain. DeGeneres was the recipient of. Oh. All right. So she gave a speech about Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. And it was. I was laughing out loud. It was super funny. Really? And it was very emotional and wow. Very touching, really. And so they went in from her speech, which was unbelievable, really, worth watching. And then they go into like Ellen's career.
1: I have always been a huge fan of Ellen. Huge fan of
0: Ellen. But then they go into like clips of her career. Yeah. Which were it was really incredible. The whole thing was really weirdly emotional. And then Ellen came up and gave a speech which was hilarious.
1: Really? Which was super it funny. That doesn't surprise me. but
0: Super funny and very, very, it was very good. The whole thing. Honestly. Kate I, McKinnon has this great bit where she says, uh, you know, something about, and I'm going to butcher it. Okay. But when you're, it's 1995 and you're a teenager in your mom's basement, standing in front of a mirror, lifting weights, watching Ellen DeGeneres on TV, you look in the mirror and you ask yourself, am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> oh because she is gay Uh, Kate McKinnon yes she is Um, it was really funny and then um, later on uh, Charlize Theron Theron. gave the speech for Tom Hanks who Mm -hmm. accepted his lifetime achievement award the Cecil B. DeMille award Um, and it was also a good speech Um, it was fine Tom Hanks' speech was really good Um, that both of those were good Um, I'm saying I'm a lot Mm-hmm. There was a lot of really good things about the show. Um
1: <laughs>
0: wow. You're really butchering this. There was another speech in general that I
1: can't remember now and I'll think of it. But anyway, it was interesting. Okay. I I hadn't watched any of that, but uh I knew Tom Hank Tom Hanks got super emotional about his family. Yeah. Um I know during his award and Yeah, he was
0: crying a couple times. Then
1: like the the very next day I saw a post on Reddit that uh a guy's family went to LA and uh, they were getting one of those tours, like a guided tour and they pull up to a stoplight and then a car pulls up next to him and it was Tom Hanks. He rolls down the window and he said, you guys see any movie stars yet today or, (laughs) and it was just funny They had posted a picture of him, you know, and told that story. I thought that was really neat. The day after the golden globes had happened. Right. Just neat to see those people. I think Tom Hanks has to be like a wonderful human being. I've, you know, I really
0: do. I do think that probably too, but I've also heard Colin Hanks on The Nerdist, and it's really weird because. So, he, what's he? That was like, his Mark first such a douche. That was his first <laughs> wife. I think was Colin Hanks's mom, and then he got remarried and he had more kids with another wife. Okay, so they had like a really weird relationship, and it just got. I caught a vibe from that that they didn't have a very good relationship. Really? Yeah, that he wasn't a very good father, but I'm not sure.
1: Really? And you gathered that all from one podcast? Well, I mean, it was a, like an hour and a half <laughs> no. interview. And he, Colin Hanks looks a lot like Tom Hanks. They,
0: they look like exactly the same. Yeah, I love Colin Hanks. Like
1: He's one of my favorite actors, to be honest. What's he been in lately? He's in a movie.
0: Well, he was in that comedy um, with like the families that all the siblings live across the street from each other. Oh. I don't know what that is. I used to watch it. It was just on and it was a really good show. It was like every episode was like four mini episodes that each were completely different. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. And it was on primetime? Yeah. TV? Like it's still on, I think. I'm pretty oh. sure it's still on. I don't know much about Colin Hanks' stuff. The only thing I remember Colin Hanks from is Orange County. I love, I love that, that movie. movie.
0: It's like still probably one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know why. I just love that movie. And I told
1: her, you better not. You better not. <laughs> That's another Jack Black classic. I never went to college and look at me. I'm badass. <laughs> That's a great line. I um, quote that often, actually, because oh, I didn't go to college and I am badass. He, You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know. I can't go find ahead. it now.
0: Oh, the show that he's on is called Suburbia Life in Pieces. I knew it. Yeah.
1: Life he's in a pieces. ton of stuff
0: like this year.
1: Okay, well, he I don't know that show. He was in Jumanji. Juma- oh, yeah, he was in Jumanji. Jack Black?
0: No, Colin Hanks is in Jumanji. Two? Both of them. I forgot that.
1: I don't remember him in the first one. Was he, oh, he w- a teacher? No, no, no. He was the guy that was stuck
0: in the game for, like, ever. Gosh, I don't remember it. And so he's an adult now. Like, uh, never mind.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'll watch it again. I've watched that movie so many times, too. Gosh, I don't remember him. Okay, he, the last Adam one remember. I saw
0: was um, I was excited from the Golden Globes. Of course. From Quentin Tarantino's acceptance of his best screenwriting, Yeah, Golden Globe, to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, you saw it. Um, and Marley was excited to watch it. She really wanted to watch it. So we rented it, and we watched it. Here it comes. What a movie that is. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: is. It is.
0: Um, do you remember my review
1: of it you didn't review it I don't think well I talked about it a little bit you liked it a lot so I I had said the end of the movie redeems the rest of it
0: I don't know about that I think man it is a long it's a long track rambling time. slow movie I said that It exists solely for the purpose of Quentin Tarantino's self indulgence you think so yeah um, I don't really there, there is no point in that movie When it, there's even a semblance of a plot I, I agree with you There's themes There's yeah. themes that yeah. play um, But it's just like a series it, it, it honestly felt to me like It just exists To snapshot a time yeah. And some characters And kind of dial in on them um, I'm not saying it's not good It is very slow and boring at many points. There is a good 10 minutes where Brad Pitt is literally just driving around town.
1: Yeah. 10 or 15 minutes. So I didn't give a review of it, I guess, but I did talk about like, this is a long watch. And it is
0: just like... A chore. I mean, bar none, it is my least favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. It's not even close. Now, that is not to say it doesn't have some phenomenal scenes.
1: The scene where um, Leo... DiCaprio, like, actually gets into that character with the little girl in front of him. That's incredible. Incredible
0: scene. And then, when she leans over and whispers in his ear, that's the best thing I've ever seen. And
1: he, like, just loses it. That was great. Leonardo DiCaprio was fantastic in this movie. Seeing a guy... This is what fascinated me. Seeing a guy act in a movie, being an actor acting in a movie, is ridiculous to me. It's like... How did how do you do that? I yeah. know you're you're just acting, but you're acting like a guy acting in another movie yeah the whole time and it I don't know like he had to learn lines for a different movie within the movie he's in and I just it was like super inception yeah call back to Leo uh but i I loved that part of it like that part of his story I loved.
0: I, I thought it was interesting. It um, Brad Pitt is useless to me in the movie. Uh, he won the award. I know he for did. For best supporting actor. I mean, to me, Leonardo DiCaprio was fantastic in it, especially in that scene, but in a lot of other scenes too. Brad Pitt was fine in it. Um, The whole sequence when he goes out to the ranch when he first meets like the Manson clan was really good. Yeah, They had a lot of tension.
1: A little bit unnerving, yeah.
0: Very unnerving. That was a good scene. It really kind of has you on the edge of your seat. That's when the movie changes and you're like, okay, now I'm interested. And then it takes like another hour to get to (laughs) where it's going. You're like, okay. I mean, the ending obviously has some interest level to it. Well,
1: the ending just caught me way off
0: guard. Well, especially since it's not what happened
1: no yeah I, yeah it's not the story of of uh charlie manson whatsoever you think it's going to be
0: you think it's going to be but then it's you realize but they change it once upon a time in hollywood it's like a fairy tale yes like, what if it's like a what if
1: maybe it's one of our top fantasy movies it is
0: kind of like a what if but, scenario movie because obviously if you haven't seen this movie the kind of the backdrop it really doesn't have to do with the manson killings all that much
1: they set it around the same time period and with charlie manson in the movie but it, he's not in the movie though he's never in it no they show his well, don't they show him
0: no i think it's like his a character following he's not in it though
1: no they showed a younger guy that's not he's not in it i thought he was
0: they say when he goes out to the ranch oh he's out of town
1: no i know but i thought they had like a flashback thing with him in it i don't think so but either way it they talk about him
0: but you know, it's based on there is a true event that happened there, where um, Roman Polanski, who's a wanted fugitive, um, by the way, yes, he is, who's living outside of this country, avoiding prosecution from rape charges from 1978. Um, anyway, he lived here at his time. His wife, um, Sharon Tate, yes, and her four friends were at home, and they got um, murdered, viciously murdered, while she was nine months pregnant mm-hmm. in um, a tub by Charles Manson's followers,
1: because um, he told them to that, yeah
0: supposedly so that's the real story allegedly yeah um obviously I we should have said spoilers before this um they take they, 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 that story is not spoiled no but they they that's kind of what it's based very loosely around it's almost not it's not based on that it's just an event that happens in the time frame this movie is based on a time frame Right. It's this movie is let's play around in the world of 1960s Hollywood. Yeah, and
1: it's and Sharon Tate is a character in the movie. It's gorgeous. It's, it's a
0: beautiful looking movie, and, and the and it's cool to see that time frame portrayed.
1: What What's the lady's name that plays Sharon Tate? She was also hard Margot Ro- uh, Robbie. She says like no words in this movie. I don't know. I mean, what first was of all, her
0: purpose? Quentin Tarantino's acceptance speech specifically calls her out as being an unbelievable to work with. And how great she was in the movie. She had like two lines of dialogue.
1: Yeah, she had no dialogue. And where was Harley she Quinn w- Smith? walked around. She was one of the followers at the Manson Never Ranch. saw her. She might have been standing in the background. She was standing right there in the middle of she the She definitely thing. didn't have a line. She never talked. Well, no, she did. She had like two lines uh, where she said, like, she's one of the people that goes and runs and gets the lady oh but she's standing there she looks completely normal like her normal day life with her blonde hair like short blonde hair right behind the dark haired girl she's standing there perfectly in frame i, guess I don't I know how you never it. noticed her but she turns to her and says go get whoever i can't remember that right. exactly that scene but then she's
0: go get texts
1: yeah and she's she says something and then runs off okay but she's in it i mean she's just standing in that group of girls.
0: All right. Well, anyway, so you know that, and like a couple other scenes were interesting. But, then, but um, Leonardo DiCaprio is really good. Absolutely, he's really, really good.
1: Every time I don't like halfway I don't through the believe movie that that guy can act that well. Oh, he's so good. Gosh darn it! Halfway through
0: act. the movie, they just like start narrating the movie. I found that really odd.
1: They do, don't they?
0: Yeah, it's I forgot Kurt about Russell. That part. Huh? Narrating the movie, and he's also in
1: the movie earlier. It's very yeah, odd. he is. Yeah, he's in the movie as a stunt man.
0: No, he was like the producer of a movie, or a director, or producer,
1: or something. And no, who who's the old stunt man that uh, that he goes and talks to? That's Kurt Russell.
0: Yeah, but he's not an old stunt man. He's like the producer of the movie. Him and his wife.
1: No, he's another stunt man on the job, and they bring in. Uh, how long ago since you've seen it? They bring in what's how, his, how long ago? I want to know well, how long. The, Right after it I came saw it yesterday, I'm, no, he was a, another stunt man, and they were like, he was working on the movie, and they brought in uh Brad Pitt's character as an extra, and he told him he's like, just stay out of my way. No, like they did not, not like each other.
0: Kurt Russell was a producer. Leonardo DiCaprio was trying to get Brad Pitt as a stuntman. They already had four stuntmen. Yeah, he tried to get, and Kurt Russell goes in and is like, hey, I don't want him on this set. He's a piece of shit. Blah 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 blah. And then eventually Leo gets him to let him on the set. He goes on the set and he has a fight. And
1: then he has the fight with Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember. I, th- I was thinking Kurt Russell was the other stunt guy. There is another stunt guy on the film already though. I don't think so. That's a the big show. No. Hmm.
0: Anyway, it was an interesting movie. Um, I can't say that I recommend it.
1: I don't. Really if you're a remember. hardcore
0: Tarantino fil- fan, I mean, if you want to be a completist, then you can see it. Right. But it, to me, it's not really reminiscent of Tarantino work. The only thing that really feels specifically Tarantino-esque about it is the very
1: end. Yeah. Because the brutal uh, fighting. Which, again, like threw me way off. Like, I mean,
0: it was cool. It was the best part of the movie.
1: Exactly. And that's why I said it kind of redeemed the rest of the movie just for me because it was worth... I don't know that. if that makes three hours worth it. Well, no. But I mean, that that's those scenes that you see... It seemed um, to me like
0: a little bit of overindulgent nonsense. And when you compare that against Inglorious
1: Bastards, um, it's ridiculous. Well, yeah. But I mean quentin tarantino's kind of been known for overindulgence
0: oh yeah absolutely you know but I mean? usually it's in the service of something right this is in the service of this like,
1: comes out of nowhere and is not service no, i mean anything. it's
0: in service of his obsession with hollywood in 1960s hollywood and that era yeah well, which I'm, is fine it, it's a beautiful looking movie and it was an interesting time to get to spend some time in mm-hmm. um it seems really well created recreated but but that's about it that's about it
1: um did you have any of what you're watching I do. Um, so I've seen, I've seen a couple things. One thing that I started watching, and I was watching before. Uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was watching before I came here. Actually, was the I don't know if you've seen any of it. Was the Kevin Hart documentary thing on Netflix? I started it really briefly. Um, I've only I. But seen then the, I was kind of first, uninterested, so I shut it off. I've Seen the first four. I do love Kevin e- Hart episodes. I like Kevin Hart a lot too. And it's one of my favorite Joe Rogan podcasts. He's a very positive individual. Well, I just I like seeing behind the scenes of things. Yeah, I want to know about your life. But yet you haven't seen Jerry Seinfeld comedian. I haven't. I didn't even know about it. Yeah, I need to watch that. Is it on Netflix? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, it's very interesting, and it's a story. Basically, they've set it up as a story about um, his life and and his career, but it's leading up to him um, getting the Hosting job for the Oscars, and then turning it down, and because of the well, he didn't turn it down. I mean, it was a huge controversy. He was basically fired. They didn't fire him though. He technically gave it up and said, "I'm not doing it." Right, and it okay. was because of that.
0: Um, Ricky Gervais so, yeah. had a joke about it in his monologue too, and it was funny. Did for he? the Golden Globes, yeah. I don't remember it. Anyway, I don't um, remember it there.
1: But anyway, it's leading up to that. But there's a lot of story in between there about his whole life. It was something along
0: the lines of like Kevin Hart barely did anything, and look what I get away with.
1: Yeah, which is true. Yeah, Um he really didn't barely do anything. What Kevin Hart? He didn't do much, did he? No. Like he just had one little comment about. uh He said something about gay. Yeah, gay people and. It was like blown up big time.
0: Yeah, it was from like ten years ago too. It
1: was like his very first year of being a comedian. Right. Um, but anyway, there's also a lot of other things that have happened in his career in the last ten years that they talk about. And uh super hard worker. It just yeah, it's interesting to see his behind the scenes and he's got some he's got a group of guys that he considers like his brothers, um, like family that travel with him everywhere. And he started out as a comedian and he had these people that were really close to him and he started giving them opportunities to do stand up before he started. He's like and right off the bat, he's like, I had this guy, this guy, he's like, and then this other guy that they call boss. He's like, and before you know it, he's like, I'm a comedian that's going to these small clubs that has a, a host person that comes out and two setup men. And then me, he's like, there's four people there. He's like, I've got three people coming on stage before me. He's like, and somehow people are hiring me still. Because <clears throat> he's like, that's unheard of. Yeah. You don't put three people out on stage before the main act. Like, right. It doesn't happen that way. He's like, somehow it worked and I'm still doing it. And he's still putting the exact same guys out on stage before him. I think he's added one more, actually. But, um, but he brings, they travel with him everywhere. And uh, it's just really cool to see. He calls them the plastic cup gang. Or the plastic cup boys. The plastic cup boys. They all just walk around with those solo, red solo cups. They all have them all like, the time. I have no idea. Like spitters? No, they're drinking out of them. Oh, okay. <coughs>
0: but Interesting.
1: Yeah, so I started watching that. It's pretty neat. Um, it's nothing I would say like you have to stop and watch, but it was pretty neat. Also, I'm on to the... Uh, third season, I believe, of Clone Wars. Ooh, how you liking it? I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it gets even better and better as you go. Really? And yeah, I, the
0: first two seasons are like the weakest, and then it gets better and better every season. Okay, I think it's just because they found their footing, sure, and they found the story, and and they start doing more continuing storylines later on. Yeah, the first so the season, very was first kinda... seasons, like every
1: episode is like a different little story. Yeah, and and that didn't, I wasn't. Or are two episode arcs. Maybe. I wasn't super intrigued with it with the first. Really? Season. I
0: didn't think the first two episodes with about Yoda. I thought would like the
1: first episode. I, yeah. Is no. a Yoda episode. I'm saying the season itself. Right. Okay. Is. Yeah, absolutely. I love the uh, Yoda stuff. Um, but the season itself was kind of like mm.
0: that first episode of the Clone Wars. If you're a Yoda fan. Oh, man. Is probably like the best Yoda content. He just gets to be yep. very wise, but also yes. a warrior. Yes. It's, it's great. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, I was watching that with everybody home and I was like, Oh, ho, here it goes. Like yeah. Amy was making fun of me because I was talking out loud about the show and <laughs> like excited about what was gonna happen. Um
0: I did watch uh also I watched A New Hope with Cash and Marley the You did, didn't you? Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I don't want to cut it on yours. And I don't
1: no, it's it's very good. Uh I've I'm very intrigued in it. I can't There's wait to watch it. Five the rest. seasons? Six. There's six. So you're seven. you've watched three? four I think no I'm just going into the third okay I've watched two full seasons I think I'm on the third season okay well Um, yeah it gets better and better so definitely and the last two seasons are gold so uh the seventh season is coming out in February yeah this should be in our news section um that's news there you go
0: yeah but what's it going to be about it's about the siege of Mandalore
1: oh that's right
0: yeah (coughs) which is kind of uh covered in the the Clone Wars, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and Star it's going to tie Rebels. in. It's going to tie into Mandalorian, for sure, because yeah. of that. So, I, well, this in a all way, this up. is way prior to Mandalorian. Yeah, but. but they talk about it in Mandalorian, the Siege of Mandalore. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's like the history
1: in Mandalorian,
0: <laughs> and the history will be revealed through the Clone Wars,
1: right? Which is amazing. Yeah, Man- and this is going to be the last season of Clone Wars, right? They're Supposedly. not going to make any more.
0: Supposedly, it's the same creator as The Mandalorian, Dave Filoni.
1: Yeah, there has to be an end to that though, because it has a very brief time frame. It's not a brief
0: time frame. It
1: was a long period of time. The the Clone Wars. I mean, yeah, but it's in between. It'd be in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah,
0: but that's a wait
1: long ways. It's a pretty good ways. Well, I mean, Anakin's not really that much older than what he was. I mean, he goes from a Padawan to a. Ma- Jedi Master. 10 years?
0: Yeah, I don't know. You're right. It might not even be 10 years. I mean,
1: it's a ways, though. It's a while. Yeah.
0: I mean, when you figure a, a, a season
1: could be a week, you know, you don't even know. Well, that's true. You don't know the time frame on what the seasons are. Right. But even if the seasons are a year and it's been 10 years, you've only got 7. Right. So far. So True. Okay. Well, that's all. That's it. That's all I've really been watching. Um, I haven't seen... Okay, well, much else. We'll do a
0: quick um, review of Toss a coin to, to your Witcher, whole valley, valley of plenty, whole valley, valley of plenty. Oh. Um, the Witcher, it. because I know we've talked about it for the last couple of weeks, but I finally got off my ass, quit playing Jedi Fallen Order, which Listen, I'm not going to give a review of Jedi Fallen Order. All I can tell you is if it's 20 hours of gameplay to get to the last hour, play that 20
1: hours of gameplay. Okay. I'm going to need that disc.
0: It is unbelievable. The end of that game is amazing.
1: That blows me away. The end of the game can be that good. Great. Wow. So great, Jerry. Okay. And we're talking about five minutes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And this is what you're all blown up about? Yep. You specifically texted me and dude just to say like... Uh, yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> but we're here to talk yeah. about The Witcher. Um, I finally got a chance to finish it. Um, we will have very, very mild spoilers going forward. I don't, yeah. I don't think we'll even... I I want to barely consider them spoilers because if we accidentally spoil something, I guess you've been warned. But we're going to try not to. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to talk overarching we won't spend too much time and then we're going to do our top 10 fantasy movies um overall thoughts for me is i absolutely loved it i cannot wait for more um i felt like it was too short the season
1: absolutely i do too
0: ending really cuts off and it oh i mean it's brutal
1: it, it literally ends after
0: when that episode ended the last episode and then i realized there wasn't another one yeah i literally almost cried
1: it's like, what the? What are you doing to me?
0: I know. It was brutal.
1: I, I was the not. The last hu- two or three uh, episodes I thought were really good. Yeah. I was not a huge fan of the very last episode. Only just, only because, like, what? Are you kidding me? Well, what happened in that the fight scene, or was that the one before?
0: When all the mages were fighting, no, that's that's the last episode. Oh my god, it was incredible. That's
1: awesome. I just want more content of The Witcher himself.
0: Yeah, he was not in it. He wasn't in it at all. I mean, besides the the big fight scene was amazing.
1: Oh yeah, it is absolutely amazing. I just I wanted more of The Witcher. I'm here for The Witcher. I'm not necessarily here for a giant Yennefer of Vendenberg. Yennefer's a huge character in the Witcher series. I get that. I just didn't need all of the other mages that I don't really know about. Right. And all their stuff. Like, it's really cool. The fight scenes are awesome. What they do is awesome. It's cool to see like all their powers and all that. And Yennefer basically like expels like all of her anger that she's had her whole life about her upbringing and where she came from and not being able to have a baby and all this kind of stuff. Like that's what happens right there. She's just like,
0: it's like a release.
1: Yes, it was She released her chaos and it, But it also shows how much power she does have because all of the other mages, like on the other side of the fence, were expelling all of their power to the point of death. Right. uh, To throw a fireball. Right. And so that's a spoiler part, you know. And then uh, another spoiler part is that Yennefer does a little bit more than that. Right. And doesn't die.
0: I thought the last episode was amazing. Um, The last several, I was on the edge of my seat. Oh, yeah. I... I'm all in. I mean, it is. It wasn't a,
1: a perfect show. There's definitely stuff I can pick apart, but it's not even worth. It's you know what. The only problem for me, and I think for a lot of people, will be the time framing, like the framing of time it's throughout this. Very
0: hard and confusing. Season. But and they, ultimately, it's over now. We don't have to deal with it anymore. Right. It They'll is, move the story forward from now on. I think
1: the only issue is that they don't let you know that they're that the time is jumping whatsoever. Right. But you, you just
0: have to figure it out. Pretty quickly, figure it out um i mean but the
1: first couple episodes you have no idea
0: no there's a couple in there that are kind of slow um but not really honestly it's a pretty well-paced show that's the thing about it there's there there's enough going on at all points yeah that the little things that like you might have a bit of an issue with it's like it's you just forget about it because you're like, oh, the next thing's happening. Yeah.
1: And it just moves that quickly. Well, from the, from the definitely from it the fourth episode It covers a lot of story in eight episodes. Big time. From the fourth episode on, it's like unbelievable. I
0: love the episode when they go on the dragon hunt. Oh, that's such a great episode. It is, really is.
1: Everything about that episode is like my favorite.
0: I didn't know when I started this show. So I knew within the first episode that I absolutely love this show.
1: And that's the episode after the djinn. Like where they get the gin and yeah, Jennifer that was probably gets, the weakest one for yeah. me. Yeah, uh, I liked the, I liked uh, what's that guy's name? Jacoby? Is it Jacoby or Jacoby? I don't even know who you're talking about. The guy who sings the, the bard? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. His name is like, I didn't know he had a name. I thought he was just the bard. No, they, they, his, he has an actual name. It's like J- Jacoby or J- Jacoby or something. I thought he was pretty funny in that, even though he was like dead half the movie or half the episode. But there was quite a few scenes in there where I liked him a lot. Yeah. And the end of that episode, I think, is hilarious. Where they're like, "Oh, he's absolutely alive." <laughs> they're both very alive. That's a good
0: comic relief. Yeah. Um, no, it's great. I I absolutely love it. What What blows me um away mostly about it is how amazingly good Henry Cavill is. He is if he doesn't win an award.
1: And you might think it's somewhat simple. Well, I guess
0: the awards he would have had to been in this Golden Globe season.
1: Mm, yeah, I
0: guess. And he didn't even get. didn't even get a mention. No. Um. That's a snub, man. He was excellent. He was really, really,
1: really good in this movie. Yeah, show. and at first glance, you might think it would be a simple character to play. I don't play think so. Because it, I mean, he doesn't have a ton of. No, like but exposition. There. I think
0: the way he plays it to me seems more difficult. Yeah, I love the it. way that he can convey in just a grimace and a mm. yeah, the way he can convey so much in that. I think it's brilliant acting, frankly, and I think uh, and uh he
1: says the word fuck a lot and it's just he'll just say that word just once out of nowhere. Like I never noticed get, that. You didn't? Oh, my gosh. It's a huge thing on Reddit right now where everything like he'll be. Somebody will introduce a problem to him and he'll realize what's going on and then he'll give a response, but then when he's walking away, he'll just say, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere I guess way. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's really kind of funny. Um, because he just it's like his catchphrase almost. Yeah. But
0: Yennefer actually gets kind of obnoxious at points. Um, but whatever.
1: Yeah. Um I do like her story though.
0: Yeah, I like her arc. But you're right. I mean, I want to spend as much time with The Witcher character as I can because, and, and honestly, Henry Cavill's brilliant in the yeah, performance. And, that's, and it's, it's a really, really fun show. Um, a lot of good things are on the horizon for oh, the show.
1: big time. That's going to be around for a and while. And I
0: was surprised. I thought originally, and I said this in my original review, this isn't something that's going to catch hold with the mainstream. And I don't think that's right. Uh, I know a lot of people
1: that are not nerds that are digging that show, that are big time into that show. And that's—I wanted Amy to watch it. She started watching the first. I think she watched the first one or two episodes. Uh, not for Marley. She wouldn't like that. But at all. But she started watching Outlander, and that's kind of taking her attention. And Oof. I really wish it was the opposite. It's a really bad show. So.
0: All right. So uh, in the Witcher vein, or did you have more to add to that? No. No, I'm good. Uh, I think so if you aren't watch watching it. The Witcher, you. And you have even the passing interest in Snarf Talk podcast. It's definitely for you. Yes. You should be watching
1: The Witcher. Yeah, I believe so.
0: Um In the vein of The Witcher, we have decided to compile our list of top 10 fantasy movies. Um, Can I
1: pre- preface this? Preface it. Come on. Preface? Yep. Give With f- just that we threw this together right before the podcast.
0: Yeah, it was pretty quick. We realized... Um, that we haven't done a top 10 in a while and people kind of dig them
1: i i would have liked to research a little more research a little more at first i was the one pushing like yeah we can do this and then once i got into it i felt like i needed to research a little more so you also have to understand that i usually have the um the most unpopular picks yeah right because i pick what i like yeah because i don't care Um, And that's what's exactly going to happen in this top 10. I'm going to pick what I like. They are my top 10. Okay. Not yours. And I don't think you can belittle me enough to change my pick because the good dinosaur is still in my top 10 of Pixar movies. Go. Go.
0: Okay, well, uh, let's talk a little bit about this list. I'll preface do, mine as well, too. I'm, I'm pretty sol- happy with my list. One well, thing will, I'm happy
1: with mine. One I'm thing I saying. will
0: say is that usually when we do a top 10, I, I at least go back and like... We have more time. I read like uh, read through a synopsis of those movies again just so I can be a little more informed and in having a discussion about them. Correct. Um, I didn't have time to do that. So there's some that are older movies I haven't seen in a while. That like I don't have
1: memorized beat for beat, but I I, mean, really, all of these are older movies.
0: Yeah, they don't make a lot of fantasy movies anymore. No, we should do that when compiling. Yeah, we should. We should write a comic, jetpack
1: samurai. uh, Samurai uh, Basically, uh, movie fantasy. It is a fantasy. Yeah, it is swords, sorcery, (laughs) jetpacks.
0: Jetpacks. So as we kind of mentioned before, that was my. One, I you know it's hard when you say fantasy because the genre bleeds into sci-fi so much. It does a lot. Um, But when I think of fantasy, I think of your classic like swords, um, sorcery, magic, um, a a fantasy locale, right? Different mythological creatures.
1: Well, but it doesn't all have to be that way. It doesn't, and we the world can be completely different. Um, I don't know. I have a couple movies on here that you, maybe you'll argue, but they are definitely fantasy movies and they don't have swords or creatures really.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get started. Okay. Um, so
1: we're going to do the top 10 first and then we have some, uh, I do have honorable some honorable mentions. mentions. Okay. okay. You can start my number 10. Yes. Highlander. Highlander, That shall be only, only one. one. I loved Highlander. It, it, uh my brother was obsessed with Highlander. And again, like my brother is the one who introduced me to a lot of these movies when I was younger, because he's eight years older than me. He was already into this kind of stuff. And he basically forced me to watch it. And because a lot of times he was like babysitting us, watching us if our parents left. And he would just like spoon feed me all of this stuff and highlander was one of his things we used to sword fight with like doll rods yeah. in the backyard he would he would electrical tape like the handles and stuff and we'd get them set up for ourselves and we would sword fight but he would just constantly hit me in the knuckles as much as he could <laughs> and but it was like i that's the stuff i remember i think it was so fun And it was always based around Highlander whenever we would do that. And I watched the original movie so many times that um, and then a TV show came out for it. Uh, There was a second Highlander movie that came out that some people say is better than the first. But I just remember the first one.
0: You know, I like the newer. There was more than two, right? There's, I, yeah, think I think there were some direct-to-DVD so. ones.
1: Probably. Wasn't there, a, there was a TV series as well? Yeah, there was a whole TV series, so, and I watched that, too. I, I,
0: I remember more the TV series, um, yeah. definitely. But I definitely saw the movies. Probably more remember the second movie. But the TV series is definitely what I saw more. The The movies are better than the yeah. TV series. This TV series can be a little hokey. I watched still the a lot TV of series a lot, lot, though,
1: because it, they, they were rerunning that on USA back in the day on, on uh, Satellite. Right, and yeah, I watched um, it all the time. I love it. It kind of
0: bridges the gap between fantasy and sci-fi, but definitely can live in either. It's
1: all about so- sword fighting, It can Christopher. Li- I,
0: it can live in either genre. Yes. There's and it's- time jumping, which and- is a sci-fi concept. Well,
1: that's true. I forgot about that. But either way, it is definitely a f- fantastical. And you have to kill the
0: world. See, when uh, I was recommended Outlander, I thought it was a Highlander spinoff. That's why I started watching it. Oh, And it's definitely not. It's
1: (laughs) definitely not that. No, it is not that.
0: Um, No, but I I like the Highlander. I did have it on my list, but it didn't make my top 10. Uh, It's not on my honorable mentions either, but it was on my... You're the worst. Number 10 for me, I have Willow.
1: Willow as number 10?
0: Which I tried to watch the other day with Cash. He showed very little interest. Probably because when you go on Disney Plus to watch Willow, which it's on there. It is. When you go on Disney Plus to watch Willow and you play like the little trailer... It's they they don't have a trailer. They have like a movie clip uh-huh. and it's the most boring part of the movie.
1: Yeah. It's like them walking.
0: No, it's like a movie clip of when <laughs> they find the child in like the little whatever they call them. Yeah. Little people village. Yeah. And they're like trying to decide who's going to take the child and then they decide Willow should take the child. <laughs> That's the scene. So I show that scene to Cash. He's like, uh, no, no,
1: <laughs> no, thank you. Um,
0: but I mean, listen, watch it back. It's a hokey. It's very hokey. It's whatever. But as a child in 1988 yeah. or whatever it was, I absolutely love this movie. Um, uh, it's a Ron Howard movie. It was like the first thing, I think the first thing George Lucas probably did after uh, one of the, well, he did uh star Wars and then he did some of the Indiana Jones movies. So probably after like yeah. the last crusade, probably his next movie might've been Willow. It was early. Um, but it's good. Uh, uh, directed by Ron Howard, too. Which yeah. is great. Um, and you, you got to love Val Kilmer.
1: Val Kilmer and um, why can't I think of his name? He was. Warwick Davis? Warwick Davis. He was R2D2. Or, no, he wasn't in R2D2. He was. Uh, he was an Ewok. Yeah.
0: Wicket. Yeah. Wicket. Um, he's got a great show, Warwick Davis. Um, it was with uh, Ricky Gervais. And yes. I can't remember. It was hilarious.
1: Name. He was like a boss. Life's Too Short. Yes.
0: Oh, I love it's that really show. really funny. Uh, if you have HBO, it's on there. It's an HBO show, I think. Um, but anyway, it, the dwarves. He's had a huge career. These dwarves find a baby and they got to take this baby on a journey. Yep. The evil queen has condemned all pregnant women because of some prophecy. And blah, it's blah, blah.
1: in medieval times. Medieval
0: obviously. fantasy. Uh, it's a great movie. I, I still enjoy it to this day. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. I want to <laughs> go back and watch it with cash uh, because I tried to do that with the never ending story with cash. And like oh, man, it's too hard. He can't do it. Yeah. It's just like so... Do you feel like... The puppetry and like the... But,
1: yeah, so do you feel like everyone is spoiled now to where nobody would be able to watch those shows back Definitely,
0: yeah, because... Because
1: graphics and everything is just too good. Yeah, I mean,
0: nothing was good back then.
1: Right. Nothing. Even in the 90s. I mean, Star Wars was good. Yeah. In the 90s, us growing up, like me, I'm significantly younger than you. And, uh, it just like, but the stuff that came out then was not anywhere close to the graphics that we have now. Right. And our kids are seeing things that are basically almost live action when it's a cartoon. Right. So they just cannot watch that stuff. I guess it would be similar to us going back to like a black and white movie, right?
0: Which I have a hard time with. (laughs) I do too. A lot of times, uh, you know, not all of them. Some of them I can appreciate like I'm, clerks yeah and dr strange love <laughs> yeah um some of the old war movies that were really good like um was bridge over the river choir in black and white i can't remember mrs miniver is one of my favorite movies that was in black and white i don't know that movie. um it was a a, a woman that was it's living fake. in london during the uh, blitzkrieg
1: mrs miniver <laughs> Come here, Minerva.
0: You should see that movie. It's amazing. I took like a some... film class in college that was uh, war movies from 1920-something to 1980-something. It was one of the hardest classes I took. I took it as a complete blow-off. I was, like, was Patton in that no, movie? No, it was not.
1: Really? Nope. Wow. My well, favorite movie in a that war
0: movie. class was uh, Platoon. and oh, Paths of Glory. I love Platoon. Stanley Kubrick movie, Paths of Glory. Oh.
1: What about Hamburger Hill?
0: Uh, no, we didn't watch that. What okay. kind of class was this? Uh, the Sands of Iwo Jima. We watched that. That's um, a good one. Bridge over the River Kwai. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that has to do with Willow, which is an amazing epic fantasy romp. And i that's like exactly the vein of fantasy movies that I like is just like Willow.
1: I agree. Um, I would agree with you. So so my number nine. Your number nine. This is one that you'll probably argue with me about. Okay. Um, because it has no fighting whatsoever. Um, it, it but it is absolutely fantasy, and it's called Stranger Than Fiction.
0: Okay, I, I mean, I don't consider that a fantasy movie at all. How could you not?
1: Because he's listening to a stranger talk in his head, and he's talking back to whoever, and it's completely based in fantasy. It doesn't really happen.
0: Okay, but that's. Just fiction. That's not fantasy. It is fantasy. In that, in your definition, all fiction is fantasy. No. Fantasy is a genre.
1: I know. And this is fantasy. This is uh, a fantasy movie.
0: I highly that is highly disagree that with. That is you. built
1: in a different world.
0: This all movies are built in a different world for the most part. This one's fantasy. That is BS. You don't believe me? No.
1: It is. It's on like all fantasy ranking things
0: okay whatever it's your list i love it it's a great movie i think it's it is a great movie but i want to hear what other people think other people listeners
1: oh i'm positive Snarfomaniacs. Argue do you consider
0: stranger than Fixing to be a fantasy movie yes because when i think of fantasy as a genre you think swords swords and
1: sorcery, swords and sorcery.
0: that's it sandals
1: swords, sandals sorcery fantasy is a much bigger genre than you're thinking
0: Yes, when you widen it out to consider all fiction to be fantasy.
1: It's not all fiction, but there are... Ooh, why don't we throw Star Wars in then? Well, that is technically fantasy too, but that's science fiction slash fantasy, like okay. sci-fi fantasy. The, it is technically, but...
0: But everything is technically. That's what you're saying. No. Under your wide definition, no.
1: everything is
0: fantasy. I'm
1: not going to put like a detective movie as fantasy. Why it didn't really happen. Eh, it could have been based on a true story. <laughs> okay, um, I like *Strangers in Fiction*, and it's my number nine.
0: Okay, my number nine um, is *King Arthur*, the 2004 version, the one with Clive Owen and Kira Knightley. <laughs>
1: what's the one? What's the one with? Uh, oh, what's it? the Lawrence, something Lawrence. Um, I don't know. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. A Martin Lawrence,
0: yes, Martin. Lawrence. I like that one too. What's that called? Um, I don't remember, it's but it's based on King Arthur, right? Uh, it's based on a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court, yeah, where the guy from modern day gets transported into, yes, um, the King Arthur's court. It's based on the novel A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's court, same as the movie A Kid in King Arthur's Court, right? Is based on, and then there's like a new one that just came out. Anyway, anyway um, yeah, that's, Black Knight. It's called Black Knight. Black Knight. That's right. Okay. Um, anyway, to 2004, King Arthur. Um, you know, I love uh, Arthurian movies. Period. Yes. Like Knights, the Round Table, like all of them. I love all of them. It was really hard for making me to make a decision because I didn't want to throw them all on my list. Yeah. Um, but that's one that I've always liked. I think part of it is because I liked the. Um. First of all, I love Clive Owen. He's one of my favorite actors. He's not in enough stuff anymore. Yeah, he had He's a, not and, in like anything. He had a run for a while where he was in a ton of stuff. I love him in Sin City, um, and there's a couple other movies in there really, but I don't know. I just really like that one. Um, that was uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua. Um, Anton, who's,
1: what did he do? Um, I don't know. He's, wrote a, he's been a it, bunch It of sounds so familiar look, to me, I look even though it. it's like a crazy name.
0: But it's kind of cool because it's, um, it's a different take on it. It's when it's about the Roman invasion of Britain, um, which is true. It happened. The Romans conquered all the way up into Britain. Yeah. And so um, like Guinevere is like a, uh, a Saxon or what a local tribal person. Anglo. Uh, Anglo-Saxon, one of the one of those people, and they're fighting like the the Roman uh, conquest of Britain, and it's just always one that I liked, and I like the cast. Um, Ant- Antoine Fuqua was um, he did Training Day. He did this. This is two movies before Training Day. Uh, I think did, that's
1: where I that he I did, think that's literally the only way I've heard of him is from Training Day or
0: after. This was his second movie after Training Day. Um, which he, I think he won an Oscar for. He did Shooter. He did Olympus Has Fallen. He did Southpaw, which was a really good movie. He did the new Magnificent Seven. He did the Equalizer. This,
1: this movie came out after Training Day?
0: Yeah, two, two, year, two or three years after. This was in 2004. Wow. Um, I also really liked, and I'll mention it just since we're talking about it, I really liked the newer one with charlie hunnam from like 2017 i never saw it um i've talked about this on the podcast before i love that movie it was set up to you be liked a, it a lot it was huh? set up to be a franchise uh it was a guy Ritchie movie and i love guy Ritchie. yeah um and it, it feels like a guy <laughs> Ritchie movie but an arthur type thing mm-hmm. they made it clearly to be like a franchise and it obviously did not happen and it's very concerning to me because i really 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 like that movie really um but I, I ultimately like the two thousand interesting
1: version of King Arthur better. Um, okay. So your number eight. Okay, this is another one you'll probably argue with me about.
0: Yes, I will because it's not going to be a
1: fantasy movie. Waterworld with Kevin. Uh, I would count that. Costner. Yeah, I will count that. Okay, I love that movie so much. Yeah, I love Waterworld. It's so good. I've, it was another thing. Let like, me, uh, I base a lot of these choices. All of my choices that I base these movies off of is nostalgic reasons. Mostly. Yeah, I'm course. a very nostalgic person. And it was another one of the situations where my brother had seen this movie and I had always made me watch them. And I've, I've always fallen in love with them. Like it, it's from my childhood. It's something I've watched a long time. I love Kevin Costner. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Uh, and uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. He's the bad guy. He's missing an eyeball. Yep. He's got uh, like an eye patch. He's bald. He's a phenomenal villain. Like if I saw him on the street, I'd be like, you're a bad guy.
0: We're going to have to arrest you. Wasn't he the bad guy in Super Mario Brothers? He was. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely he was. King. Was he King Koopa? King, yeah, he was King Koopa. Um, Koopa Troopa, I like hey,
1: that's probably a fantasy movie. I like, that. I like that movie.
0: I love that movie.
1: I really do. It got like widely shit on. Yeah, we I rented it all the time from the Amazon market. I, so did we. Yeah, I we got it all the time. My brother used to bring it home because he worked there, and I liked it a lot. But anyway, um, yeah. So Waterworld, I think it's a great movie. Uh, he's got gills. He let, let swims me, I, in the ocean.
0: I don't want to screw your list up. Well, you already have. But do, do you have other Kevin Costner movies on your list? Uh-huh. Okay, because there's another one that I don't think will be on your list, but I absolutely love that's a Kevin Costner movie.
1: Hmm, I bet you it is.
0: Okay, I don't think it is. but um, Where am I? Is it my turn? Yes. Number nine. No, I already did nine.
1: Number eight. No, I did ten. Stop it. Stop. My number eight. Oh, that's right, because Waterworld was my number eight. Let me see. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah, my yeah, you know you're right. My number 8 <laughs> right. is Troy. Okay? I I it's a great movie. Love that movie. I I just first of all, ever since my childhood, I have been obsessed with Greek mythology. Um yeah, I read Greek mythology as a kid. I had like Greek encyclopedia, Greek mythology encyclopedias. I it was like my go-to area of expertise on like scholastic bowl. Right. Um, and I've just always been obsessed with Greek mythology for as long as I can remember. Yeah. And so anytime I see a Greek mythological movie, I pretty much love it instantly. But um, a lot of them are not great. Um, although there are some really great ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like Troy was just for the production value. It was really an incredible movie. And Brad Pitt was great in it. Was it Orlando Bloom? Yes. He was great in it. So I just really liked that movie. I thought it was just a really good action movie. And it has like a lot of Easter egg characters from like Greek mythology. Completely agree. Uh, wasn't Russell Crowe
1: in it too? Yes. Yeah. And this is one of Amy's favorite movies ever. Yeah. She Anytime it's on, she will watch it. It's a long one. Yeah. It's a long movie. Um, But I, yeah, I agree. Oh,
0: and uh, Eric Bana.
1: It's not Russell Crowe. It's Eric Bannon. No, but isn't Russell Crowe
0: Ulysses? Oh, gosh, He's not I don't like in it. the movie, but I thought he was in that. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, man, that movie rocks, dude. Yeah, it's
1: very good. I completely agree with you. Um, anyway, that's my number eight. Your number eight. No, I just did my eight as Waterworld. Okay. My number seven, yeah. Troy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's why I didn't want to say uh, much, but oh. it was like, yeah, I I really love Troy. and So here's uh, the
0: cast of Troy. Okay. Brian, Brad Pitt. Uh, it plays Achilles. Orlando Bloom is Paris. Eric Bana is Hector. Diana, Diane Kruger is Helen of Troy. And then we got other famous people like uh, Rose Byrne. We got Brian Cox as Agamemnon. He's great in that.
1: Agamemnon, yeah. Uh,
0: Peter O'Toole's in it. Sean Bean—that's who I thought Russell Crowe. Was. Sean Bean plays Ulysses or Odysseus. Same, same okay. person. Odysseus. Um, oh man, yeah. There's other great people, but it's a great movie, man. I love it. I want to go watch it again right now. Both of my number nine and eight were both made in 2004. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I guess when I was a senior in college, no, junior in college, that must have been all what I was, It was all about.
1: Must have been. So what's your number seven?
0: My number seven is, I have to find it here on my list, is another one that, okay, you might go against me. I might go against myself. Really? Because I don't really recall any swords in it. Okay, swords or maybe any sorcery per se. However, it is based on source material, which is of Greek mythological nature. Okay, it is "Oh, brother, we're out there." What? Oh, brother, we're out there.
1: Yeah, no, I know George Clooney.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal movie. I love it. It's yeah, a really good movie, but it's based on the Odyssey. Did you not know that?
1: No. <sighs> I guess i did but that is the movie it's the odyssey well i understand that but if we were basic if we were judging it off of basing movies off of things that opens up a whole nother world of movies
0: well i mean i'm saying it is like in theme uh based on the odyssey obviously which odyssey is clearly fantasy it's a mythological thing the
1: odyssey is But this is that it's not it's not
0: based on it because based on it would mean it's like about the Odyssey. No, it is a story told in a different setting, which is the Odyssey.
1: You're so it's a
0: mythological story just based in a different setting. It's the same
1: mythological story. So so Stranger Than Fiction can't be a movie based on something set in a different. Well, it isn't world. Jerry. It What's it set be, on? What is it? It could be set in a completely different world that you're saying. Like those people live in the United States, they're in jail and they escape jail. Yeah, so that's real life.
0: <laughs> okay, that that doesn't even make you're okay, people are in jail
1: in Troy and
0: escape jail in Troy.
1: Well, I know, but these are real people. Like, this That's, is set in a, a, a certain state. It's literally set in a state in the United it's, States. The
0: source material is mythological in nature.
1: But they don't say any of that in the movie. It is that movie, though. They have the
0: Cyclops. They have sirens. They have all the stuff that is it. I I mean, mean, I'm going to give it to you. I don't care. No, I'm just it's, saying it's definitely fantasy,
1: but it's stretching. Okay. I told you it was stretching it. It is. It is, and I'm going to give it to you. And I
0: absolutely love that movie because I think and the, f- the Coen Brothers are geniuses. Completely, and agree. the cast of that movie is amazing. And
1: I bid farewell <laughs> yeah. to, to
0: old Kentucky. Kentucky, the place where I was born and raised,
1: where I was, was born, born and raised. Great song, yeah. I it would listen really to that is. song. Like it's still on my playlist. It comes on. It's so good. Yeah, I want to sing more of it. I think that should be our next Narfioke. I was a man of constant, constant sorrow. sorrow. I've seen struggles
0: all through From my days.
1: days. Yeah, we need to we need to sing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. That's my number seven. What is your number six? My number six is Labyrinth. Labyrinth. With the good old David Bowie. I'll
0: cross it off my list right now
1: because it's on my
0: honorable mentions as well. (sighs) What is wrong with you?
1: Cannot be honorable mention, dude. It's a great movie. I love it. it. David Bowie. What's the uh, Jennifer Connelly? Connelly. Yeah, Yeah, Jennifer Connelly. And then there's like a little worm guy that lives in the wall. And I can't remember his name. And then... uh, Oh, shoot. I was literally just talking about this character uh, yesterday. So Sean, Sean Johnson, he is an avid listener. He is a Patreon subscriber. He's a a lord. He's a Patreon lord of Snarf Kingdom. And uh, he also has a a trucking company. You need to check that out. Snarf, uh, not Snarf, Johnson trucking Johnson trucking yeah we've talked about it before but uh he him and I have watched the labyrinth so many times and together we've always quoted it to each other we've talked about it a lot it's one of those movies I've watched so many times and uh I love it like there's a whole musical section to it you know where David Bowie's singing and it's like There's one point point where he's saying, like, jump, magic, jump. And it's all these little babies that he's stolen. You know, he's stolen all these kids. He's the Jairus, the Goblin King. Yeah. And then... She wishes her brother away. All of these little goblins are throwing babies in the air. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and everything's jumping when he's singing the song. Like, and David Bowie's getting into it like David Bowie would do. And he's dancing around with his big hair and his eyeliner. And he's it's a crazy movie he, yeah he's singing jump magic jump and they're throwing babies in the air <laughs> while he's singing this and it's just amazing jim henson does a phenomenal job with the little creatures yeah like this is I, a
0: george lucas produced movie too Did love you know it? that
1: yes absolutely so was dark crystal
0: so was dark crystal um which was the same um it was jim henson and the same uh writer or director. Yeah. They bolted Dark Crystal, too. And Frank
1: Oz was involved with all these, too, which Frank Oz, if you don't Famous know, is, puppeteer. is a puppeteer and the voice of Yoda.
0: Yeah, and the puppeteer of Yoda, too.
1: Yes. And in uh, Blues Brothers, he's the guy who gives all of the his clothes back to <laughs> uh, Jake.
0: And there will be a new Labyrinth movie. They're making a new Labyrinth movie. They are? Yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't know this. That's either a sequel or a spinoff or something, but yeah. Um, Love that movie, but uh, couldn't make it on my list. It was number, on my honorable mentions, though.
1: Number six. It's probably the sixth best, uh, you know, fantasy movie I've ever seen.
0: My number six uh, movie is a Princess Mononoke. Um, it's a Japanese. A lot of people might not have heard of it, but it's a because it's super obscure, and you know, like yeah, and I'm. It's actually not that obscure. obscure. Yeah. I think it won a ton of awards, uh, but it's a it's a Japanese animated. Uh, fantasy movie um and if you don't know uh, there's a whole bunch of these movies that were made by a company called studio i don't know if it's ghibli or ghibli it made all these movies Uh, i still make movies now um and they just make really amazing movies um this one is it's one my entire life I've considered one of my favorite movies of all time, not just fantasy. Yeah. Like I think I might even put it in my top. If it's not, I don't think I put it in my top 10 movies, but it would probably be in my top 25 movies of all time. Yeah. Um, And I didn't really know much about it when I first saw it. And I didn't see it right away in 1997. I probably saw it later on when I was in college.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, what brought you to this movie? Because um, it's animated, I right?
0: I don't remember what brought me to it. Um, but it has a huge following. And it's, you're not a big anime guy. I'm not a big anime guy. Um, but this movie has a huge following. And this was the first of the Studio Ghibli movies I've seen. Okay. Um, and it just stuck with me. It is an unbelievable, beautiful movie. I recommend everybody go out and watch it right now. And, um, there's another movie on my list. Um, actually it made, yes, it made my honorable mentions. It's called spirited away.
1: Uh, Okay. I've seen that and I should have put that on the list.
0: Um, I, I personally think princess Mononoke is a better movie. Spirited away is the one that won an Academy award.
1: Yeah. That's a very good Um, movie. It's a very
0: popular, it's an amazing movie. Um, so both of those are definitely ones everybody should go watch. Um, and I just can't yeah. I can't say enough. I'll just um, briefly, because nobody's ever heard of it, I'll just mention the plot, basically the teaser line. Um, but uh, in Japan, their village is attacked by a demon. The last prince, Ashiaki, kills it before he reaches the village. But its corruption curses his right arm. The curse gives him superhuman strength, but will eventually spread through his body and kill him. The villagers discover that the demon was a boar god corrupted by... I don't know. It goes on and on. It's amazing. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Yeah,
1: that's an, that's um, crazy.
0: It's a great movie. I love it. Uh, it's kind of a samurai action movie fantasy epic.
1: Okay. Um, so check it out. That's my number six. Your number five. My number five is Willow, which we have talked about previously. Oh, yeah. Um, Willow has been one of my favorite movies forever. Uh. And again, it's it's all nostalgic reasons because I've, I have watched it when I was a small child. I watched it when I was deployed. Uh, Pagoda, Nate, he's been here on the show multiple times. Him and I watched it together like our whole deployment. We probably watched it six times. We talk about it all the time. Warwick Davis is amazing. He does have a phenomenal show. I've always loved it.
0: Um, I love his show. Yeah. Life's too short. It's watch so that good. show. I've watched it probably three times. He's hilarious. It's only like one or two he,
1: seasons. He is such a funny person. Yeah, and he's playing it off as his normal life, well, right? And, and just
0: like Ricky Gervais and Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. it Stephen Wright? No, Stephen Wright's the no, comedian. Stephen
1: Wright's the old comedian. I think he passed away now. Um,
0: we saw him, Stephen Wright, right before Louis CK.
1: No, Hannibal Buress. No, no, no. We saw Stephen Wright too.
0: Maybe you weren't with me that time. Anyway, I don't think it was. I've seen him twice um anyway steven something seagull yeah steven seagull yeah anyway that's a great karate show. but show. willow we should talk about willow <laughs> yeah. since it's your turn no
1: it's it, we've we've talked about it before it it's phenomenal i think anybody what's should the watch guy, what's the what's
0: val name is it mad martigan uh no. is it mad martigan no it's, it's not,
1: not. <laughs> uh i, I always remember.
0: for some reason remember saying when mad i was martigan? a kid old man martigan <laughs>
1: Of course you would. But that's not what it is, right? No, it's not. Um I, Vel- have, to, I have to look it up now. In Willow. Everybody's yeah. probably screaming. I know. You can yell at us all. Oh yeah, want. it's Mad martigan It's Mad martigan That's his name. Mm. Mad martigan yeah. It's and it's all one word. Yeah, one word. Oh, Mad Kevin
0: martigan. Pollock's in that too. I forgot.
1: Kevin Pollock's been a lot more stuff than you think. I love Kevin Pollack, man. So that's my uh, Willow, my number five. Your number five, Christopher.
0: My number five is, and uh, we forgot to mention this before, but we did discuss this ahead of time. We're putting whole entire franchises together. Correct. Because if we didn't separate them, like there would be a certain franchise that would dominate the fantasy category. Right. Um, my number five is the Hobbit series. Um More probably the second one than the first one, but I really enjoyed both of these movies thoroughly. Um, I know they got a lot of hate, and I think undeservedly so. Um, I think they were super good movies. I really enjoyed them. I love uh, the guy that plays Bilbo Baggins, and he's in a ton of stuff. Um, Uh, Is it Martin something or other
1: yeah he's in sherlock too uh yeah yes in a bunch of stuff i mean he was in a marvel movie. martin scorsese <laughs> no uh <laughs> it is martin something i know who you're talking about i i don't i'm not gonna look up his name because you're already doing
0: that <laughs> no i'm not but i love the hobbit movies i love the lord of the rings It's martin freeman martin freeman yeah um yep you did look it up. Yeah, I did. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'm absolutely obsessed with the Lord of the Rings movies. I've read most of the books, not all the books, but I've read a bunch of the books, Um, that whole universe. I got really deep into like looking at maps, of Real like qu- Middle Earth. And Real like, quick, all are that. we
1: just going to do 15, top 15? Well, uh, I know we don't really have much time, but we're also going to do honorable mentions. And our last podcast went two hours and 36 minutes. No, we're going
0: to do top 10 and then we have honorable mentions. That's what we're doing.
1: Right, which is another five. Yeah,
0: it's another five. Okay. Um, although two of my honorable mentions you've already mentioned. so But I'll mention that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. And None then I'll of,
0: at mention it on Twitter. Of course. I'm sure just is. mentioning that. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, listen, when, everybody, when that, those movies came out, everybody said, we don't need more of this. And I said, I want more of it. Give me more. And I want all of it I can get. Really? And so now you've been such it.
1: a supporter of The Hobbit? Like, did you, you saw The Hobbit, right?
0: Absolutely. I saw them all in theaters and I loved them. Really? They're great. I just love that universe and I like going back to it. Like
1: 100% all Lord of the Rings stuff. Yes. Man.
0: And I'm so excited they're making a show. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and Benedict Cumberbatch is smog.
1: I know he is,
0: and he's yeah. so good.
1: Have you and Legolas is in it again? Come I on. so I watched a behind the scenes thing. Who would have thought of what Benedict Cumberbatch had to do for Smog? He learned the dialect that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote for Smog and spoke it backwards before, like in the recording. So he spoke every word and pronounced the, those words backwards in the recording and then they flipped it and played it forwards to make it sound distorted and like like a demon but he had to memorize these lines and he didn't memorize them but he was he was reading them in front of him but he spoke all of those lines and those words and enunciated them backwards for that role and when i found that out i was like that dude (laughs) like why did why did nobody give him an award for that like I feel like somebody should have like at least kissed a ring on his finger for something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he should have been in charge of something. Like, can I give you a key to a city for that? Or yeah, like, I don't know. I think that's amazing. Hey, my number four. I wasn't really done. I mean, that was your number five, right? It, I'm just
0: saying it was an incredible cast. I don't really understand the hate for it because all the cast was brilliant. We got to see Gandalf again. We got to see. Legolas but you're talking again.
1: about. So, we had said this before. When you talk about The Hobbit, that's considering all the Lord of the Rings movies. No,
0: that's considering the Hobbit franchise. There was two movies. I know, but that goes into The Lord of the Rings. No, it does not. It was a separate franchise. It was 100% a different franchise. Different franchise. It's all franchise. based
1: on the same thing. That doesn't matter. It's a different franchise, dude. The Hobbit started The Lord of the Rings.
0: I don't care. Hobbit franchise, Lord of the Rings franchise. End of story.
1: For movie productions? Yes. Okay.
0: Two separate franchises.
1: Okay. I guess.
0: Don't guess. That's the way it is. It's not. That's the way she be.
1: Well, ask Tolkien. I will. He's dead, but I'll ask him. I was at, I touched his desk, looked through his desk. Where? I have pictures of it. In, in the UK? No, Isn't it's in per- the. No, it's in Illinois. It's at Wesleyan University. Why? It's not Wesleyan. It's uh, where were we at? Where was I? Cause was he a Methodist? Um, he's a Christian, I think. Cause Tolkien's desk and uh, the guy who wrote C.S. Uh, Lewis. Lewis, and there was another one. Uh, there's a little museum in Wheaton, Illinois Wheaton College. Wheaton College, yeah, it had to be. Um, but I went there. That's a religious college. Yeah, that's where it was at. It's Wheaton College and that's where I went and they had, uh, they have a bunch of like manuscripts and stuff from Tolkien. They have C.S. Lewis's stuff. They have Tolkien's actual desk. Hmm. I have pictures of it. I was there like, it's amazing like seeing all that stuff, like just being around it. The, you know, the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe stuff. Yeah. The actual wardrobe is there. Well, that's cool. uh, That you can see that, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a neat little museum. If only would they would have made the movies better. Okay, your number right four. My number four was Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. So all of the Lord of the Rings that franchise is my number four. I've not, never not including the Hobbit. Not including the Hobbit. Apparently, I thought it was. No, it's not. But I guess it's not. Um, even though they have the same characters, just in a different Doesn't time matter. of their life. Um, <laughs> I love I I do love those movies. I never knew much about that stuff, really. Um, uh, not until I started watching the movies. Like I didn't know about them. You
0: never watched the old cartoon? No. Uh, from like the eighties. Oh, I had it when I was a kid. I it. No, that. I
1: didn't even know there was a cartoon yeah, until they, right now.
0: Yeah, there was. It was a. It was the Hobbit.
1: No, I I yeah. never. So you're saying the Hobbit cartoon was based on Lord of the Rings. Um, the Hobbit cartoon was
0: based on the book, The Hobbit, right. which I read, everybody read as a kid. Uh huh. Did you read The
1: Hobbit when you were a kid? So was that part of the Lord of the Rings franchise?
0: Uh, no, it was two separate
1: movie franchises. You're silly. Peter Jackson did all of them. Two separate movie franchises. No, it's not. Yes, it's the it same shit. It is not. What differentiates it? It's a prequel series. Different movie franchise. So, is the prequels yes. to Star Wars a different movie franchise? Yes. No, but it's not. <laughs> you're so crazy. Where are you basically? What of? does it matter? That's the way I'm
0: doing it. I'll do it the way I you're want to do it. You do it the way silly. you want to do it. Because I it? just proved a point and you realized you're no, crazy. I don't, I don't think you proved anything. you proved uh, nothing.
1: Okay. Anyway, Lord of the Rings is my number four because it's a phenomenal set of movies. Everybody loves them as soon as they watch them. Those. Those orcs, man,
0: mm-hmm. they're what about terrifying. The Those were the worst.
1: Yeah, everything. And uh, what's that? Uh, why can't I think? I never can think of people's names or anybody's name on this show. Uh, Samwise Ganji. No, the the elf guy, Legolos. I was just talking about him. I know the actor Orlando Bloom. It is Orlando Bloom. He's so good. Oh, yeah, he's so good in uh, Carnival Row too. Yeah, Carnival Row is really great. If you haven't watched that, get into that. Yeah, That's man. on Amazon Prime.
0: Lord of the Rings will be coming out next year. On Legolas, Prime man. He's so great. And he slides on the elephant trunk. And Gandalf. Return I mean, of the
1: King is a badass movie.
0: How can you not like Gandalf? I have the extended where they're all like four and a half hours long.
1: Thou shall not pass.
0: <laughs> so great. So I have the box set. And they're all the extended cuts. But the extended cuts of those movies are like four and a half hours Yeah, they're long. And it's amazing. And there's so much more in them. I know. That's like
1: story, like good story. So here's the thing about those books is that it's literally describing... They're very hard to read. Rocks. The Hobbit
0: is easy to read because The Hobbit was written as a children's book. Yeah. But when you go read, um, you know, the actual like... Lord of the Rings books. books, They're very difficult to read.
1: It's very descriptive. Yeah. And there are entire chapters describing what they're walking through. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get through. That's why I feel like I could be a world renowned author. I think they're going to make more because I did go
0: back to movies
1: or, I mean, we know they're going to make more. Yeah. I think they're going to make, I think they'll
0: make more movies, but, um, I can't remember what it's called, but there was I don't an... think
1: Amazon's going to make more Lord of the Rings movies. They're going to make a series. And well, then... they're definitely making a series. I mean, that's
0: if they were going to make another movie franchise. Um, I don't know that Amazon has the rights to the movies. I just have rights to the TV shows.
1: But if you have rights to the
0: you to the Lord of the Rings all franchise, they can you can i don't know if they did but i'm just saying you can okay um there was a another book they wrote that was i can't i can't even remember exactly it was called it's like the somali something with an s the similarian or something like that
1: yes and it it was written
0: post posthumously yeah so it was posthumously uh, his son um who was also a writer took like his manuscripts which of that there were thousands and like put them together and then wrote some stuff to fill it in. And it was like the history of Middle Earth. And I read that and I really enjoyed that. So
1: this is the really cool part about this little uh, museum is that the original manuscripts, handwritten manuscripts of The Hobbit are there that you can That's see. Cool. They're They're literally there in a case, handwritten by him in front of you about The Hobbit. And they have manuscripts of uh, Lord of the Rings. And you can go in the basement where they have a library of like over 50,000 different books from authors around the world, like there, that you can ask this one lady to go pick up and get for you. And there's a little reading room and you can go and flip through books and read handwritten manuscripts from these people. That's amazing. It's like unbelievable what's hidden in Wheaton. Yeah. Like I stumbled upon it. And went in there and the lady that runs that building is so in love with her job. I I wish I had like the passion she did for her job. Like she is 100% the person you want sitting at the front desk at that place because she loved that place. She loved everything about it. She knows all of their stuff. Like each author's like, uh, lives she knew about and she gave us a little tour and then she's like do you want to go downstairs I can get you the manuscripts from this person or this I'm like no nah, I just want to look around a little bit but she was very accommodating and she knew everything you wanted to know nice. and then there's like a library there it's really cool that is cool
0: yeah um is it my number four it is my number four is Monty Python the Holy Grail. Yes. Um, this has been one of my favorite movies of all time forever. For a reason. And I think I actually did have this in my one of my top tens, but I can't remember. Um, and it, it just doesn't get better than this movie for me. I mean, yeah. it is the probably... It's one of the funniest movies ever made. Yeah. By
1: far. Completely um, agree. It has... It's so memorable. Like a lot of the bits... I can't ever forget the clapping of the coconuts <laughs> together as they ride around. But they're not riding. They're just yeah. walking and clapping coconuts around.
0: I think one of my favorite scenes is when they come and, up outside the castle and he's talking to the villagers.
1: Oh, the villagers. Okay, I thought the French guy that came out. Oh, yeah, that's like a good one. They're him.
0: all great. But yeah. when he's talking to the villagers and he's, and they're like, who are you? Yeah, I'm your king. They're like, yeah. Well, I didn't vote for wow. you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then the villager, like who's covered in shit, starts like <laughs> rambling about like geopolitics of monarchies versus socio-political blah blah blah. It's just it's amazing. It's a great movie. And
1: then um oh the, the Knights of Knee. The
0: knights the knights who say knee, is yeah. that what
1: it is? It's just the knights of knee. Yeah. And uh they come through the town. And I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. This is another Sean Johnson and. Oh yeah, this is definitely a high school. Like we love this. we talk actually, about all I time.
0: watched this movie from a young, young childhood. I watched it uh, nonstop. One of my best friends growing up, um, he Me? loved this movie, and we watched it every time we went to his house.
1: Yeah, that's how this Sean worked. And and, uh, this and,
0: movie and the Three Stooges, he absolutely loved, and that's oh, what really? we watched when we went to his house.
1: Yeah, and then like the whole "Tis but a flesh wound." Yeah. Like, the guy's losing all of his limbs. And to this day, the I, Black love, Knight.
0: I love Monty Python, but this specifically is my favorite Monty Python. And the... I the, love the life of Brian, too, but... The
1: teeth and the fangs. The uh, the rabbit. Yeah. Like, the white rabbit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, It's so good. John Cleese, man. I, I love... I can't get enough John Cleese. Yeah.
1: Oh, gosh. I want to watch this movie every time it's brought up. I think I'm gonna go
0: watch it again tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I think it's something like I've tried to get Amy to watch these type of movies forever. And it it's really hard for somebody it's hard at 33 years old right now to go back and watch this movie for the first time. Yes. Right? Exactly. Like if you've seen it before it, it it's great and you know about it and it's phenomenal. You laughed at it when you were younger. Yes. And Because you you have to
0: have a a little bit of a juvenile sensitivity.
1: But at the time, even when it came out, let's say when it came out and you were 30 years old or 40 years old, at the time I think people could laugh at it because that was something that was of the time period. Right. You know, like that That was type of humor. Yeah, that was like
0: Bonnie Python was big.
1: Right. That was a a a period type humor. But going back and looking at it, it's not anymore. It's not really that. It's kind I of the deal. Life of Brian I watched um, the first time when I was deployed. I got it sent to me um, in a care package, and I had never heard of it before. I knew Monty Python. I knew the Holy Grail, but I didn't know that they had a bunch of other movies. And then I watched Life of Brian, and I was like, holy smokes, they got way more stuff than just oh, yeah. the Holy Grail. And that's when I really like dove into that, that uh, world. It's really great. Love it. Um, that was your number four. That was my number.
0: Yeah, I think that was my number four.
1: My number three is The Princess Bride. All right. So The Princess Bride, um, I believe is on my top movies of all time. It should have been. It's definitely on mine. I might have forgot about it, and I've kicked myself ever since then. Yeah. I think that's the case. I think I forgot to put it on there, but either way, it's my number three of fantasy movies. This is another movie I watched in high school forever. And I Uh, still
0: watch it. I just watched it the other day. I love this movie. I can't get enough of it. It's so good. And this is one that's like, it's new enough. That it really does stand the test of time. Like That's you can what I was go watch say. it now and Honestly, it's fine.
1: I, I think it stands the test of time. Oh, yeah, big definitely. time. Like I don't it's not the same as as Monty Python and the Holy Grail to where it, it ages itself. Right. To a point. I agree. Um,
0: I don't think Monty Python ages itself. I think it's just a very specific type of humor that yeah. people aren't as familiar with now. It's British humor from that time period. Right. And that just happened to jump over to the us for a while yeah and then it kind of what well, it's kind uh, of been replaced by like gross out potty humor in the us now yeah i would agree um but it's smart humor but it's also um not afraid to not be smart it's great nuanced humor we, but anyway princess Bride. we saw wesley Yes, we did. He walked yeah, right we, by we, us. We uh, And I said hi to him, and he was just like walking he with a smile care. on his face and a vacant expression in his eyes, just saying, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank he, you. He thank was. you. Even though nobody was around <laughs> no, him at that no. particular time.
1: And he had a black leather jacket on. Kerry. Kelly. Ells. 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 Nobody knows but, how uh, to say his uh, last name. What's the guy? Mandy Patinkin. Mandy patin Is that his name? Uh. Tankin. Patinkin. It's Patinkin. Um, he was in uh, Homeland as well. That that the show Homeland. If you haven't seen Homeland, you need to watch it.
0: He was also in Nego Montoya.
1: But yes, and in the Princess father, Grind.
0: and you right. need to prepare to die.
1: Right. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's great in that movie. And he also says, "I do not think that word means what you think it means."
0: <laughs> Andre the Giant. Um, I can never remember the guy's name, and I think he's dead now. But the guy with the poison
1: christopher not christopher guest uh he's not dead wallace sean yes yes he's venzini yeah and oh and uh they get in a a duel like where they're sitting down across from each other and billy crystal's in it that's he's great
0: billy crystal's in it who is he he's the old uh he's in a lot of makeup but he's like the old miracle max yeah miracle max yeah uh, anyway, Princess Bride. I can't say enough good things about it. If you I, haven't seen that movie, go watch it right now.
1: And honestly, it's like a family movie. Oh, for it, sure, it's, it's a, a kids 100% movie. I mean, it really movie. is honestly
0: a kids movie, but with adult humor in it.
1: So, like a whole family could sit down and watch this movie and enjoy it on At different all levels. ages, From yeah. two to two adult to ninety. Yes, yeah. I completely agree. And and if you haven't, sit down and watch this movie. Right by now, by yourself or with your family, because it will make your life that much better. It will I make you will be you.
0: smiling from ear to ear throughout the entire movie yes. and having a great time. Is that a uh, is it Rob Reiner or is it Ron um, Howard?
1: I think it's a Rob Reiner movie. Jeez, let me look. I've got it up. Rob Reiner, yeah. Director Rob Reiner, who wrote that movie? William Goldman, yeah. William Goldman, that's right. Yeah. And uh Robin Wright. I mean,
0: Robin Wright. Yeah. She's from uh
1: Forrest Gump and House she's of Cards. Like, so I just didn't saw Since she get
0: married to Sean Penn, isn't it Robin Wright Penn now?
1: Is it? I guess I didn't know that. Not married anymore, I don't think, but. Well, either way, she's the most hated character in all of time. Not oh, from, from Prince Forrest of Brighton, Gump, but from Jenny. Forground I saw a uh it was like a meme but they did uh it was like a fake uh like um what would it be um a fake like panel or like you vote on who is the most hated character of all time and Jenny they just had like Darth Vader or like different like mean characters. And then Jenny from Forrest Gump was like at 75% of the vote as being the most hated character of all time or the most evil character of all time, which I completely agree because the man may not have been smart. Right. But he knew what love was. Yeah. Okay. He did. She took advantage. of. Things. And you know what she knew? Drugs. Drugs. What That's all she shit, knew. That Jenny. Yeah. And then you know what you get from drugs?
0: AIDS. Is that what she died of? Or was (laughs) it hepatitis or something? It could have been.
1: Yep. All of those. (laughs) Um,
0: She was also terribly hated in House of Cards. So there you go. Was she? I think so. I never watched House of Cards. I should probably watch that show. Um, uh, Yeah. It's really good. um, Until it sucked.
1: Right. Until the whole boy.
0: Um, She is also in Wonder Woman 1984. She is.
1: She's the she's Antiope. Well, she's. She's in Wonder Woman. She's yeah. Isn't she the mom? Yeah, she's like the main Amazonian Blade Runner.
0: She's been in a lot of stuff. She's been in a ton of stuff. Um, anyway, let's get to my number three. But but Princess Bride was only her third movie. By the way, it's very early. uh number my, my number three is the, K- the Princess Bride.
1: Nineteen eighty seven.
0: Yes. It's also my number three movie and it's one of my favorite movies of all time as well. So good. And I do believe it was in my top ten movies of all time. Or maybe if it wasn't, it'd be my top twenty for sure. Yeah, see, so I don't think we either
1: Oh like either one of us had it in our I think we did top
0: twenty movies, didn't we? When we did that one. Yeah, we
1: might have. But either way, I don't think it was in them because when a guy brought it up later.
0: Oh, yeah, you might be right. Anyway, it probably should be. It's really great. I felt really
1: bad because I felt like it was something I should have put in my top movies. Yeah, for sure.
0: But we just talked about it. So um, Jerry can move on, I guess, to his number two.
1: My number two is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes, sir. So, again, like I watched this movie so many times. Uh, John Cleese is phenomenal. All of the scenes, like there's so many scenes in this movie that you could quote or talk about. It's one of the most quotable like, movies of all time. Right? It's yeah. gotta be. And and everything with the Black Knight, like if you are ever on Reddit, a lot of people aren't, but a lot, of, a lot of people are. If you're an internet person, you're on Reddit. Okay? And on Reddit, a main meme is the Black Knight getting his arms and legs cut off. The whole tis but a flesh wound thing is huge. And I don't know. It's It literally has stood the test of time for comedy movies. It's something that I don't think will fade away anytime soon. It'll be held into the history of movies forever. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's why you know, it may not be a serious movie, but it's a movie that people need to watch, and it is obviously a fantasy movie. Yes, because um, it has swords in it. Because it only has swords in it. <laughs> But if you've never seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail, shame on you.
0: Shame. Shame.
1: For shame. For shame, you dirty hippie. Watch that movie.
0: Um, my number two is the Harry Potter franchise. Mm. And I don't care, Jerry, if you don't like them. I love (laughs) Harry Potter.
1: I've read I've read all the books. I've read all the books at least twice. One of my very good friends I deployed with John Erickson. He's a huge star Wars fan. He is a huger Harry Potter fan.
0: I'm a gigantic Harry Potter fan. Um, Like I said, the books to me are the be all end all. They're phenomenal. Uh, I always tell people that watch the movies that first of all, the movies are great. They're really, really good. Some of them are stronger than others. Um, there's a couple weak ones in there, but for the most part, the most of them are pretty damn good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't much left. In a... <laughs>
0: Just kill that bottle.
1: Well, I did. Um, well, not the whole thing. There was only like this much.
0: Um. In any case, I I love the movies, and part of the, me loving the movies is because
1: I love the books. Right. So, John Erickson, he's a, uh, like a brother to me. He... I don't remember what book it was. I guess you could figure it out. It came out in 2006, maybe 2007. It was probably the last one then or one of
0: the last. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whatever one came out in 2006 or seven. Um, When it did come out, this was like the beginnings of Amazon as well. So Amazon had just started really its company like distributing worldwide and they were uh, sending stuff overseas so you could have it sent to us like deployed. And he got that book sent to him the day it came out. So he ordered it, like pre-ordered it, had made sure it was coming to him the day it was released. And he got it. And we happened to be like not on a mission that night. Like we weren't on, we weren't the primary team to go out. So we were secondary. So we stayed on the base. And if the primary team was out and then another mission was called up, like we would then go out. But it didn't happen that often. So if you were secondary, you were basically good for the night on the base. That night that he got that book, he got it like four o'clock in the afternoon when he went out over to the mail place and got the book. He read it straight through. Yeah, so did I. As soon as he got it, he started it and didn't stop reading until it was over with that night.
0: Yeah, that's how uh, unbelievable. every single... I wanna say almost every single Harry Potter book I did, I read cover to cover. And
1: he did the same exact and thing. the last one I remember it was like twenty four hours, cover to cover. He did it in eight. Okay. Um, it was like a seven hundred page book. So he was reading almost hundred pages an hour. That's pretty good. I don't think I read it. It's freaking ridiculous. But I to did me.
0: read it cover to cover. Um loved it. Loved that whole series. And then I really enjoy the I wasn't crazy about the Fantastic Beasts, and this is a different series. Yeah. So I'm not counting it. Okay. But uh, I'll just mention the first one I wasn't crazy about. The second one, I, Crimes of Grindelwald, I, I really loved because it felt more. That movie? Yeah. Now they're so talking about. I haven't about, seen
1: either one of these and I need to watch them. Not, not, Crime of Grindelwald is up. Like I could watch yeah, that. Yeah,
0: it's on HBO, I think. But
1: I haven't watched it because I haven't seen the first one. And I yeah, you see probably first need one. to see the first one.
0: Yeah. Um, and they're talking about making a new Harry Potter movie. So pretty excited about that. What's
1: that? They have not said. But I mean, there wouldn't it be based off a book? Uh, I don't know. But shouldn't it be based off a book?
0: She's involved, so J.K. I mean, who's she really though? The creator and writer of Harry Potter.
1: Do you think it matters? Yeah,
0: it does. <laughs> um, she's also an amazing yeah. story. She it does a lot, uh, was literally
1: like living on welfare. I know, and if, then if you
0: now she is a billionaire, legit like a billionaire, legitimate
1: billionaire. One of the first ever women billionaires besides Oprah. Yeah, for real. Like one of the only. No, there's a bunch more now. but. Oh, is there? Yeah. Well, I mean, she was... It was like Oprah and her. I mean, I think she was a billionaire in like 2002. That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. like Oprah and then her. Right. And that was it for a while. And yeah, I remember she was married and started writing those books and then ended up getting divorced. Oh, that guy's a fucking idiot or maybe they weren't married maybe they were just together i don't i don't know what it was but i know she had a significant other that ended up leaving and she then like put all of her focus into a into her writing and ended up being you know who she is now it's really and crazy yeah, that guy pff, sorry bud bum, bum, ba, bum. <laughs> yeah. like wow
0: um but yeah harry potter
1: uh your that- number 2 my number two? No, I did. I did my number two, Monty Python and the thing. Oh yeah, you're number one. The greatest <sighs> epic. My fantasy movie of all time. Epic fantasy movie. I of legit all time. have no idea what it's gonna be. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh okay. Kevin Kastner. He that movie has been one of my favorite movies of all time forever. Ever. I love that movie. I do too. Um, you don't love it enough. I don't know. I haven't done my number one yet. Well, it's not this movie um, because it's the greatest ever. And what's the bad guy's name? Um, the sheriff from Nottingham. Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman. Yeah. Oh, he he's the best. Is phenomenal. Yeah. He spits all over people. He has a witch that tries to guide him, and then he realizes like she's full of bullshit and is not actually guiding him in any sense of the word because all she's doing is peering through the walls and like listening in on his conversations. But, uh, At one time they sing that song where men Where men in tights.
0: No. We roll around the forest. We're getting in fights.
1: <laughs> they don't actually in that movie. Oh,
0: that was that's Robin Hood,
1: right? Prince of Thieves. Yeah. With Carrie. Il- Robin Hood, men in tights. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mel Brooks. Love that movie, too. Yeah, but Carrie O's... Yeah, he was Robin Hood. Is Robin Hood, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, Kevin Costner... Yes, I know, Kevin Costner. ...is in this movie, and he is phenomenal. Uh, Brian Adams has that phenomenal song. What's the song? I'm trying to think of it. Um, I know. I, I can't think of it either, but I know what you're talking about. I I. It's on a playlist of mine. Is it Morgan Freeman in that one, too? He is. He's the... Uh, the he's blind. Moorish he's Moorish yeah he's Moorish right but, is he which blind, is like he? he's like Islamic yeah basically because he prays he, came he back, always has to face the East. he came back from the Crusades he, right he's in the Crusades but the only reason he's with uh Robin Hood is because Robin Hood uh Robin of Loxley saves him in the beginning of the movie from that prison that they were in from the Crusade War so when Robin gets like escapes, and then he comes back and frees that man and they leave together and he said i am indebted to you until i save your life mm-hmm. like until i can save your life i will be by your side so that's why he's with him the entire time and by the end of the movie he does something to save robin's life at the final fight and he said my debt is free like i can go yeah and
0: they do that too in the new robin hood which is pretty good with uh is it Taryn Edgerton?
1: Everything I do, do, I do.
0: I do it, it for
1: you. That, uh,
0: that song, uh, man. But that new Robin Hood with uh uh Jamie Foxx and I haven't watched Taren it. Edgerton. I will not watch it. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's, it's not on not HBO Kevin right C- now. It's going away at the end of this month. It's not Kevin But Caster, Jamie though. Foxx is also Moorish and Robin Hood saves him. Same thing. It's the same story. Well, yeah, yeah same story. Um, yeah, it's not the same though. No, I like the Prince of Thieves. I got gotcha. you. It's so good. The other Kevin Costner movie that I was going to mention that I think is one of my favorite Kevin Costner movies outside of like Tin Cup and like those kinds of movies. The Mailman. Um, the
1: Postman. Or The Postman. That's what, I, yeah. I think
0: I would count that as a, I don't know. It's That's not, kind of a post-apo- post-apocalyptic. It's just an action movie. It's, it's, like
1: not, a, a, it's not really an action it's movie. It's a fucking action, man.
0: Okay, well, they all have action in them, Jerry. Uh, I know.
1: That's true. I would um, consider yeah, no, it post apocalyptic, its own genre. I knew you were talking about The Postman. I said The Mailman, but yeah, I knew what you were talking about mm-hmm. The Postman. It's a good mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. That's one of Nate's favorite movies. You know, it was uh, widely shit on. Oh, so yeah. was Waterworld, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Um, Most of the movies I like are widely shit on. Yeah, that's
0: because you have bad taste. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. My number one, no surprise, here is Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, Lord of the Rings. Doesn't get any better for me. Really? It doesn't get any better. Obviously not. It's my number one, Jerry.
1: My goodness.
0: Um, No, I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, Top to bottom, man. Even uh The Fellowship, which gets the most guff. No, um, it's phenomenal. It's really great. A Return of the King is an unbelievable movie. The fact that this movie existed I mean, in the time that it existed and the special effects that it had yes. is literally, literally unbelievable. Literally. Um, that this could have existed and been so good and stands up so well. Go watch it now. It oh, still it's looks great. So good. It still looks amazing. So this is the, the
1: argument l- with Peter Jackson is that he could do that with those movies, and then the Hobbit came along and it didn't seem as well put together. Um, as what the Lord of the Rings movies were, and they were done 10 to 12 years beforehand.
0: Yeah, there was like, less what, what CGI did he in Lord of the Rings, for sure. Right. And the CGI in Hobbit is what made it look bad. CGI is not good.
1: It's not like good if it's not
0: done well. need you, to understand that CGI is not good. You and have I think,
1: to put it in correctly. George Lucas did this exact same thing with the prequels. That's why they were shit on, is because he tried to change... Uh, I mean, Jabba the Hutt, Jar Jar Binks was like almost hundred uh, percent CGI'd. I mean, for he the was, most part, yeah. Uh, he was mocap, but yeah. A ton of things were so CGI'd, and it's just at the time I understand it was something that was big and new. It just doesn't stand up. It doesn't hold up. No, it doesn't. It- and then, and then the Hobbit came along later. Like the Hobbit just Way came later. out. Yeah. A couple years ago, three years ago. It doesn't hold up to what the Lord of the Rings movies do. Special effects.
0: It doesn't hold up uh, because the story is not as good, but the
1: special effects are shit.
0: I don't know that they're shit. It's a very good looking movie.
1: They're not anywhere close to Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings rings were winning Oscars for all
0: of them. Yeah.
1: For all of that stuff constantly like every single year that they came out they won all of the special effects awards they won everything like that
0: it's because it wasn't necessarily the special effects now when you get into return of the king they started using more special effects that were pretty cool like the elephants yeah stuff like that yeah um but it was the the set pieces it was new zealand i mean it was the right it was the mountains and it was the valleys but
1: i mean for uh i mean for the hobbit Oh, well, some of the set pieces really wouldn't have changed, would they?
0: Right. And there are some great set pieces in the Hobbit. I mean, there really is. Some
1: <laughs> <laughs> like uh okay. Sorry, I had some. to take
0: a, a drink break there. Um no, I mean I, I why I don't know why we're talking about this. I don't Lord mean, of the Rings I'm is just, amazing. The special effects were amazing, they really hold up. All those movies hold up. I'm surprised how little I go back to them.
1: It's because of their length.
0: Yeah, I think so. It's been a long time since I've really watched one of them through. What I love about so, those movies is the um, the subplots going on yeah. all the time. Like the whole thing in uh, with um, not... A, what's the other Faramir and his father? Yes. Like that whole subplot of that movie. I, was that in the Two Towers or... Yes. Um, I don't know. I think it was. Yeah, because it's Boromir and Faramir. Faramir, yeah. Yeah, I love that one. That's a good one. That might be my favorite one.
1: The Two Towers. Yeah. Yeah, the second one.
0: Yeah, I think where they go to... Is that where they go to Helm's Deep? Yes. I think that's my favorite movie of those three. Yes, it's very good. Um. Anyway, so I love those movies, and they're my number one, and they are the greatest epic fantasy movies of all time. I don't. If you don't see that, then I don't know what you're doing.
1: What did I have it as? My number three?
0: Did you have it at three? Yeah, you're wrong. It's three. Uh,
1: Robin Hood's better than that. Robin Hood is not better than The Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's been around longer. I'm sorry. No. Yes, it is. It's not
0: as good of a movie as The Lord of the Rings. It's been around a lot longer. It's a Robin Hood
1: movie with a Brian Adams soundtrack. <laughs> so good. Pulls on the heartstrings, man. <laughs> Especially when Mary of Magdalene stands in the window and she says, Robin. It's not Mary of Magdalene. That's Jesus's, the prostitute
0: that hangs out with Jesus. That's right.
1: What's her name? Mary. It's a,
0: I don't know. She's a fox in uh, the Robin Hood animated thing. Maid Marian.
1: <laughs> Maid Marian. Yeah, that's right. Maid Marian. Well, she stands in this, in the window and she's like, Robin. The greatest, that's I think so it was great. a
0: tweet or something I saw. The greatest one, it, it concerned the uh, Robin Hood cartoon. And they're like, to this day, I can't, whenever I watch the Robin Hood cartoon, I can't believe that I could sit there and think, I would f- that Fox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a female comic that was saying that. But they like, yeah. I would bang that Fox. Like every time I see that movie, I'm like, how can I be thinking about this? It's a cartoon Fox. That's so funny.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like when Bugs Bunny dresses up as a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she's. She's kind of attractive to
0: So, him. Robin Hood uh, is not that good of a movie, and it's a terrible. Yes, it's not it even is. as good as the original Robin Hood with Errol Flynn. Oh, that's a great one. So ridiculous. All right, let's do some honorable mentions. Oh, almost had it. Oh, oh,
1: I had it right in front oh, of you. Right in front of you. There it was.
0: Oh, almost uh, had it.
1: If you want to hear it. You got to go to Patreon.com. You got to pay the Piper. You got to pay that Piper. Who do I got to pay?
0: The Piper. You got to pay that Piper. I got to pay that Piper. You got to pay that Piper.
1: Oh, I'll pay that Piper for that honorable mention.
0: Yes. Gentlemen and ladies, what's happening here is, if you want to check out our honorable mentions.
1: We have five more honorable mentions between the two of us. So that's 10 more movies that you get to hear uh, on Patreon.com/slash/snarfcomics.
0: Yes, you have to check out our Patreon page, um, and to get access to our whole slew of content, you subscribe five dollar for the five dollar a month level, and you get access to uh, uh, extra content, extra podcasts. You also get stickers. You also get uh, goodies like you get to see uh, behind the scenes script pages. Uh, art pages and stuff from our comic books, uh, Fourth Reich and Jetpack Samurai, and so much more. But you can also subscribe. Um, head on over to Patreon.com/snarfcomics and get all your extended podcast content for Snarf Talk this week. I've been Chris.
1: I am Jerry. See you. Bye.